coming to you live from Stewart, Florida, the greatest little town in the world. It's the award-winning, critically acclaimed Get Up and Go Show on AM 1450 WSTU. You're invited to call the show anytime at 772-220-9788. And now, broadcasting live from the Palatial Studios, here are your hosts, Evan and Bonnie. Oh, thank you very much, Mr. Announcer. It is uh, Tuesday morning. Hope everybody's doing very well this morning. Who are you and what are you doing here? Well, my name is Evan and she's Bonnie. I am not a morning person. Wake me at 10. All right, I'll wake you up. Hey, wake up, stupid! All right, don't call me stupid. I'm awake. But it is 6.07 this morning. Mr. Clock, would you please certify the time? It's now 6.07 a.m. 6.07 a.m. on the Get Up and Go show with Evan and Bonnie. It's the Tuesday morning edition. And, Bonnie, you're looking dapper this morning. You're bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. You definitely, I love those. Wait a minute. Do you have one or two on? Two glasses. Oh, I'm, I'm like, uh, wait, you're not reading anything, though. Am I? No, it's, but okay. I get double loaded with my glasses in, oh, in case okay. I want to read. You threw me there for a minute. Isn't that funny? So this brown pair of uh, lenses, they cover the uh, smaller brown pair. Okay. That's my prescription. But okay. I throw my readers over my prescription. <laughs> you have to do that nowadays. Okay. And nowadays I have my readers, like, Everywhere I go in case I have to, you know, read like the tiny fine print on a pill bottle or something. Ah, that tiny fine print. Usually, oh, it's also when I whip out my credit card and maybe I have to call the credit card and pay the bill. It's hard reading that little tiny 1-800 number sometime. Mm. But lately the credit cards that they've been sending me have some newness about them. Some have those 800 numbers like in nice big bold uh Nice, bold italics on the credit cards now. Gotcha. We're waking up to kind of a muggy morning here. It feels uh, muggier than it should here in the month of October. Yeah, I noticed that. It was a little muggy when I um, went to go out to the vehicle this morning. Supposedly, we're supposed to be getting some cooler air, some refreshing air coming in a little bit later this week. Mm -hmm. Uh, The coldest air of the season is forecast to ooze through the Sunshine State late this week. I like the way you said that, ooze. Oozing. And sound like you're popping a pimple. Sweeping, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> popping out all of that fresh air out of my cheeks. Uh, sweeping in. <laughs> Boy, that didn't sound right. No. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait, get your mind out of the gutter. <laughs> I'm talking about my my cheeks on my face now. That's funny. I love it. I love it. That's good stuff. Sweeping in low temperatures not seen since early spring, gifting a temporary reprieve from the gummy tropics. And, you know, a great thing is I'm going north this coming weekend. So if we have that cold front, and usually the temperature is 10 degrees cooler when I go up to the... DeLand, Ocala National Forest area. Mm-hmm. Maybe I can bring up my winter coat, my winter attire from Burlington. Really? And and finally wear it. Wear it early. Actually, I'm not really expecting, I'm not like expecting to wear the thick, thick coat until like say maybe January okay. or, or February when those uh, from etched in my memory from last year, we got very chilly. Okay. Uh, last January. All right. Very good. Very good. How was your day yesterday? Did you have a busy day? We can't complain. Oh, we ordered from, oh, where's that place we order in I don't Port know. I'm St. not Lucy. a mind reader. I couldn't tell you. <laughs> have you heard of Have you heard of Downtown Benny's? 
I have actually, yes. Yeah, we ordered again from them last night. So How he was really, that? It's good. It's good food. Uh, their service is excellent. When you talk to one of their representatives on the phone, mm-hmm. uh, I don't want to say kids. I don't know if they, they sound young. But the kids are so friendly and mm-hmm. so helpful. I mm-hmm. mean, you get really good service there. Mm. And then they deliver the food as always hot and fresh. So you got to b- give a big shout-out to them and kudos. All right. And what did you guys order? A calzone for me. Oh like, I gosh. really need you're a calzone. Killing, you're, <laughs> <laughs> you're killing me. Before my vacation. I know, right? <laughs> and with cheese, and this one had spinach, I ordered a little sausage in it, and then Gary had the manicotti, mm-hmm. which he really enjoys. You know, I went out to breakfast the other morning with uh, my business partner, and I ordered Eggs Benedict, but I've never had Eggs Benedict like this before. It was, um, it had spinach on it. Oh, yeah, I've seen that before. I've never had it like that Did before. Did you like it? Do you enjoy spinach? Um, you gotta it depends. Like spinach, I don't like I the think. raw spinach. I like cooked spinach. So was it cooked for you? Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah, I, I've seen that before. And isn't there some sort of like a hollandaise sauce that they yes. spread over the eggs? Hollandaise sauce. Hollandaise, yes. and mm-hmm. I think they serve a pretty good one. Over at Denny's in mm-hmm. the past, I remember their eggs Benedict mm-hmm. and moon, moons over my hammy. Moons over my hammy, yes. So, um, other than that, I'm getting a lot of things done. You know, okay. you got to do a million little things before you go on vacation, right? Oh yes. So I'm counting the things I got done so far. Cleaned out the cat room. Their okay. litter boxes are changed. Okay. The house is starting to look immaculate. Very good. My XM radio has been renewed. You Very need that good. for the road trip. you got to have XM satellite for the road trip because this way your radio will work everywhere. Do you know anything about that Halloween channel they keep advertising? No, I don't. It's like 104, and for the life of me, I can't find it. No. But it says it has Halloween music, Halloween scary stories, mm-hmm. and I can't find it. No. Oh, the oil is changed on my vehicle. The tires are rotated. Okay. New windshield wipers, thanks to Tony, okay. who did incredibly, and all of that for a very low price. Okay. Hi there, Tony. Good morning, Tony. How are you? Can you get that damn yellow car running for us, please? Oh, yeah. I got to get a balancer. Maybe I'll take care of that while I'm on the other half of my other side of my vacation when I come home and don't have a lot to do. And also contact lenses are purchased. Brand new ones for the trip. Now, do you use disposables or are you like the one-day deals? Disposable. No, wait. Um, How many days can you keep your contacts in I get mine three in a pack. And I can wear one pair every two weeks. So I'm getting maybe three pairs like once a month. Okay, so you don't, once you a month don't, and you a half. don't have daily uh, wearers, I do not so do to the, speak. I do not do the dailies. Okay. Nope. Um, Rachel has the ones that you um, throw away. Yeah. After so many weeks, you're supposed to wear them like every two weeks. Yep, that's what I have. You right. Can, you know, only two weeks by rule of thumb. You you don't want to be wearing them when they get crusty and dirty. Well. And well, actually, my. Rachel gets more mileage out of hers. Does she? She cheats. <laughs> she'll use the same pair you're for not, a month. But she's got to talk to Doctor Durani over at Cohen's yeah. where. Hello, Dr. Durani. Good morning. Yes, good morning. Now, <laughs> so now we've said good morning to Tony. Yeah. Good morning to Dr. Durani. 
He All told right. me, though, Dr. Durani told me if I continue to outwear my contact lenses and wear them like I was wearing them, like mm-hmm. constantly, that's why I got glasses, and I wear uh, glasses now maybe three-quarters of the time. Mm-hmm. He said if you keep wearing them and if, if you don't clean them, if you don't toss them away like, like you should, it, it could wear out your cornea. You could have some rough eye issues later on. Wow. So I, I, took, I took heed of that advice. Okay. And um, I'm thankful that I did. All right. Every year I go back there for that eye exam, my eyes have stayed the same. All right. You know, I've been fortunate that way. You're except lucky. For, except for having to wear these darn readers lately. Well, you know, things happen. Honestly, yeah. things happen. Um, you got to wear them. You got to wear them. It's, uh, I, should be wearing, you, I should be wearing my glasses now, and I just don't. I'm lazy. Just don't want to put them on. But That's you would if you had to like yeah. read something yeah. or they're, look at they're something. Sitting, I've got mine sitting over here right now to my right. Your your right or directly in front of you. They're just sitting over here on the case. Plus, you got to have good eyesight so you can people watch like you like to do, right, Evan? Mm-hmm. Especially when I get ready to go back on my cruise ship again. But I, I don't know when that's going to happen. I got a couple of uh, would-you-rather questions for you. Oh, oh, my gosh. I'd love to hear that. So, you know, everybody loves a good would-you-rather question. Okay. So someone did a survey with questions that were only about money. Okay. So ask me, and I will answer for yep. you. Would you rather win the lottery but lose all your friends or lose all your money but find your soulmate? Well... That's boy. That's kind of like a rough one. All right, wait a minute here. Let me, let me same, think this one through. I mean, through. it's not like you know. I would never want to um, lose all my friends and have all this amount of money. Yeah, I gotta think this one through for you. You can have a lot of money and be very wealthy, but you feel all alone with that money if you don't have any friends, don't so, you? So okay. So would I rather lose all my friends and win the lottery? Yes, sir. And not have any friends at all. Mm-hmm. Or would I rather be poor and have a bazillion friends? Yeah, lose all your money, but kind of... Well, this one says find your soulmate. <laughs> My soulmate. So that assumes that I'm single. Yep. Um, 59% said they'd rather be broke and in love. I'll take the money and run. All right. Yeah, I'll take well, the money and run. Okay. Yes. You can always Sorry, buy new friends, different. right? I can always buy new friends. <laughs> I can buy them. I'll have enough money. Hey, will you be my friend? I'll give you uh, $50,000 if you'll be my friend. See, I was looking on the other side of that token where I could lose all my money, still have my friends, but I could still go out and make more money or make it up. I don't know. Uh, I'll give you another one. All right, go ahead. Would you rather spend a million dollars on clothes or a million on travel, Evan? Oh, you know what? Um, Travel. Because you're a traveling man. I I would um yeah I would like to travel. And you're in that big percentage of 88 percent who mm-hmm. would rather travel. Oh, here's one. Would you rather have a job you hate that pays well, or a job you love with a below average salary? Let's say that one again. Would you rather have a job you hate that pays well, or a job you love with a below average salary? Hmm. Wow. Man, that's a tough one. You know, you know, I got to be happy with what I'm doing work-wise yeah. or I'll be miserable. Yeah. So I would rather make less money and be happy at what I'm doing. Yeah, I'm thinking of customer service and yeah. you know I hated sitting there all day like for like an 8-hour shift. Yeah. And sitting and taking people's calls. Yeah. 
you could pay me all the money in the world, I would not be happy going back to sit there with that action. Yeah, I would agree with you on that. Um, I I definitely would. Um, I'd rather take the lesser pay and be happy. Yeah, 56% of people said they would rather have a job that they love. Bless you, Achoo. <laughs> Bless you, Achoo. Might po- be something Pocahontas. in the can air. I, can I call you Pocahontas today? For some reason, I want to call you Pocahontas. I don't uh, know why. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I just, for some reason, no? I'm, I'm thinking, like, I'm, I'm in this, like, Disney mode. Just because oh, I have this yeah. huge Disney wedding this Saturday coming up that I'm doing. Whoa. And it's all, it's a, it's literally a Disney wedding. Are you dressing That's what, up in Disney garb yourself? Yeah, I'm actually, I'm, I'm waiting to hear back from somebody. I ordered a special vest. Nice. Um, but that's what you heard me working on earlier was the oh, uh, yeah. uh, that was the monorail voice mm-hmm. that that I was working on Very for nice. their the entrances people uh, come into the uh, main ballroom so oh, to speak. Right. I wonder if the bride's gonna be like Moana or something. I'm not sure yet. Um, I can only imagine her gown is gonna be like priceless. It's going to be sure. Cinderella Storybook. Oh. I just know it is. Where is the occasion? Where is it going to be? At, um, at Disney? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I bet they wish they could be holding it there. Yeah. If they're, if they're like part of that Disney crowd. Yeah, it's um, it's it's going to be pretty interesting. I'm really excited about it. I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna be all part of that whole theme park crowd now when I go to SeaWorld. See, you'll I'm just fit right in. Kind of considering. I wonder, and then I might want to go back there quite often. You know, what you should do you and Gary one day. No kids at all. Yeah. Go do go do the dolphin thing that Rachel and I. Do. Wow. Spend a day at Discovery Cove. Yeah. You'll never be the same. I would love it. You would I'm... never be the same. And, you know, I'm the and way... And I can tell you, because I know how much you care oh. about animals and how you are about seeing animals abused. When you see the love that is given to these animals yeah, and all the different species that are there, the the manta rays, the, man, um, uh, the stingrays, all the fish... Um, the dolphins, you will just be in awe. So There's I'm not gonna. So much love. I'm not gonna walk out of the park no, with a bad taste in my mouth no, or anything. No, 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 not at all. That's not good. Not at all. Because not that's what I'm a little bit. bit fearful of. No, you'll be fine when you go to SeaWorld, but you and Gary should experience Discovery Cove. Ah, you really yeah. should because. I was against it because I just didn't want to get in the water yes. with the dolphin. You were brave, though. If I, that, that's a good thing. I, if you were a little hesitant and you did it. I did it for my wife. Yeah. And I'll be honest with you. I did it for her. And I'm actually, I'm glad I did it. I am. Dang, my pen broke. I bet she's glad that you did it, yeah, too. Yeah, she is. She was very proud of me that I actually, I bit the bullet for her, yeah. so to speak. But if you guys, you know, have have some time and can go up there. Um, it's literally, I'm telling you, it's, it's worth every penny of it. Um, it's, it's literally, you spend the day. It's like, you feel like that you're, you feel like you're in the Bahamas. Uh-huh. You feel like you're at a resort and there's not Whoa. a care in the world. You're on island time. You have no watch to look at wow. because all your jewelry is off. No phone, no nothing. Um, and you will experience something that it's like definitely, I, I can say it's it, it wasn't a bucket list item, but now <laughs> but I can say 
I checked off a bucket list. And it was for her. Yeah, too, and I did so. it for her, but yeah. it was really cool. Would I do it again? Would you go skydiving for no, her, too? No, absolutely not. Sorry. <laughs> no. no, no, that's something I have to be in control of. That's something that I could say that I might do, but mm-hmm. then when I would be up in that plane, I I would be freaking out. Yeah, I'd have to That be, wouldn't be for me. <laughs> I would have to be in control. But um, with all said, you, you, on a serious note, if, if you guys are looking for like a one-day getaway, yeah. definitely go up and, and, uh, and do that. You would really enjoy it. Oh, right. I would highly endorse it. <laughs> 623, that was a shameless plug for Discovery Cove. <laughs> now send us some money for the radio station. <laughs> Let's go to the news desk. Bonnie is standing by with the morning headlines. Good morning, Bonnie. Good morning, Evan. Florida's economy is roaring back from the pandemic, according to a bullish Governor Ron DeSantis. Uh, according to the U.S. Census Bureau, the number of businesses forming in Florida has increased by 34%. In the first 41 weeks of 2021 compared to the first 20, 41 weeks of 2020. Of the 194,000 jobs added nationwide in September, the governor says Florida accounted for 84,000. It looks like Florida's COVID-19 Delta surge is over. Florida Hospital Association President Mary Mayhew says the virus remains a concern, but the summer spike in cases caused by the coronavirus variant has come to an end. Help for small businesses crippled by COVID-19 could be coming to the city of Port St. Lucie. WPTV's Derek Lowe has more. City leaders say that the application process with the State Department of Economic Opportunity is very competitive, but if approved, could help dozens of city businesses. For business owners like Lorraine Panazzo, plie, jazz, plie, plie, plie. Watch your hips, your right hip turn out. The first round of small business assistance awarded in 2020 was vital in making sure the show goes on. <sighs> I really thought I was going to lose it for a while, lose the business. There was a good period where I was like, I don't think I'm going to make it. Her dance studio shut down for months. Students forced to learn ballet on Zoom. She says she received a $7,500 grant from St. Lucie County that helped her passion survive. I was in here by myself. I have to say it was very sad. I would leave crying pretty much every night because they were, I'm all alone in here. No noise, I love the noise. Although we do understand that we're in a recovery mode, there still are a lot of businesses that probably aren't where they were prior to the pandemic. Tonight, Port St. Lucie city leaders finalized their application for $1.5 million to help small businesses. If approved, it would be the first time COVID assistance would be distributed at the city level rather than the county. Providing grants up to $25,000 for those businesses that were impacted. And again, when we say impacted, the general rule of thumb is you know between 2019 and 2020 uh, to show a loss in, in revenue. In order to apply, businesses will need to be located in low to moderate income areas or have a low to moderate household income. It could go towards payroll. It could go towards rent. It could go towards any, um, actually, it could go towards pretty much any losses due to COVID. City leaders say they will submit the application by the deadline of November 1st. They say that they expect to hear back within a matter of weeks. In Port St. Lucie, I'm Derek Lowe, WPTV News Channel 5. Florida Surgeon General is being criticized for refusing to wear a facing covering when visiting the office of State Senator Tina Polsky. She is undergoing radiation treatment for breast cancer and asked Joseph Ladapo to leave her office when he would not wear a mask. State Senator Chevron Jones says the issue boils down to respect. If someone, based on someone's comfortability, if they want you to have a mask on around them, just put your mask on. 
Senate President Wilton Simpson calls Ladapo's conduct unprofessional. A Martin County narcotics detective has resigned following a criminal investigation into sexual assault accusations. WPTV's Megan McRoberts with the story. And for this to happen on my watch is extremely embarrassing. I'm extremely saddened by it. Martin County Sheriff William Snyder says one of his narcotics detectives, Michael Oliver, has resigned from the sheriff's office after almost 10 years with the agency. His overall evaluations have always been good. That's why this is so uh, inexplicable. Snyder says they got a call in June from the ex-boyfriend of a confidential informant who claimed Oliver sexually assaulted the informant, though she didn't initially want to report it. Snyder says he asked neighboring St. Lucie County to investigate. In these documents, Detectives say the woman told detectives that Oliver texted her early one morning in late April, saying he wanted to come over and talk to her. She thought she might be in legal trouble because she was already working off criminal charges by being an informant. Documents say Oliver looked around the house with her children there, then asked to show her something outside by his truck, where she claimed he sexually assaulted her and that she even honked the horn to get her children's attention to make the alleged assault stop. Documents say Oliver deleted text and phone records from that night and lied to detectives about being at her home. GPS records tracked him there. St. Lucie County wanted to arrest Oliver, but the state attorney's office denied a warrant, in part saying because of her seven-time felony record, an abundance of evidence was needed. There was no DNA evidence, no witness testimony of a sexual battery, no video evidence or a confession. Snyder says because Oliver resigned, the sheriff's office can't do an internal investigation. The fact that we didn't get a chance to do our own internal affairs investigation and, and, and fully get into it is somewhat disheartening. Snyder says it's likely he would have been fired for being alone with a confidential informant, a policy violation. Snyder also says he worked with the state attorney's office to review Oliver's investigations, deciding to drop roughly 40 drug cases where Oliver was a lead detective and his word and integrity were critical. The cases that we dropped were serious cases. They were felony cases. We, we don't like to do that. We don't want dangerous drugs on our streets. Megan McRoberts, WPTV, News Channel 5. And lastly, SpaceX's Crew-3 mission is scheduled to launch from Kennedy Space Center early Sunday morning. Three NASA astronauts and one from the European Space Agency will arrive at Cape Canaveral today. The Houston Astros are sticking to a theme they've mastered since returning to the national stage after their sign-stealing scandal came to light in 2019. They're not out to prove anything except that they're the best team in baseball. Well, they'll get a chance to prove that starting tonight when they take on the Atlanta Braves in Game 1 of the World Series. We're going to air that game tonight on uh, WPSL our sister station, 1590 at 7. Astros owner Jim Crane admits the scandal is in front of them on a daily basis, but winning this year could help put the negativity behind them. Our news time, 629. We'll have weather and traffic together next. Casey, and I invite you to tune into the Casey Ingram Show at my new time, Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Hear from community leaders, learn about some of our great nonprofit organizations, get the latest updates from our elected officials, and meet the candidates. Even rock and roll legends have joined the show from time to time. I'm conservative but not divisive, bringing you the talk of the community. It is a fun and interesting hour beginning at 10 a.m. every Wednesday on WSTU AM 1450 and Facebook Live at the Casey Ingram Show. 
630 right now on the Get Up and Go show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for traffic and weather together. Here's Bonnie with a first look outside this morning. And we're just bringing up the latest uh, highway report right now. Um, on the Turnpike northbound this morning in Port St. Lucie at mile marker 141, looks like there's a uh, vehicle fire. The northbound lanes are blocked due to the vehicle fire. Northbound lanes blocked. On the turnpike northbound at mile marker 141 in Port St. Lucie, there's going to be some backup in that area. That's your latest look at traffic. Port St. Lucie, 75, and in Alice Springs, Australia, it's a hot one, 91. Here's our weather at WPTV. Finally clearing out and see a lot of sunshine today, but hot and humid. High temperatures up near 90 degrees. Heat indices up into the upper 90s. Cold front moves through. A lot less humid tomorrow. Highs in the mid-80s. Then a stronger cold front coming by the end of the week. That will bring some strong storms with it, but also some very fall-like weather. Much cooler for Halloween weekend. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist James Wheeland on WSTU AM 1450, Martin County's Heritage Station. Clinics starting November 26th and December 20th. 
Football clinics are taught by junior Dolphins coaches, and dance classes are led by the Miami Dolphins cheerleaders. These half-day sessions are available for boys and girls ages 4 to 14. Space is limited. Visit juniordolphins.com camps to secure your spot today. You're listening to the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie on Martin County's Heritage Station, AM 1450 WSTU. Now let's get back to the program with Evan and Bonnie. 635 on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for viral videos. So I got a couple this morning for you, Bonnie. Okay. Um, first one is a mom who literally embarrasses her kid when she takes him to school. Uh, I was just going to ask, embarrassing a little boy or a little girl? Little boy. How, now, little, how little of a boy? He's in middle school. A middle school age. Yeah. In that awkward age. Yeah. At, at an awkward age. The kid's about to get out of the car. Right, here's the video. And you can watch it. And then I'll play the audio. This is hilarious. Oh, I got to take it off mute. Let me do that. Hold on. There we go. All right, here we go. I love you. No! I hope you have a great day. We're at the front of the school. Ashton! Don't forget how much I love you! I've loved you since the day I pushed you out of my hoo-ha! There's something seriously wrong with that mom. There is something way more wrong with that mom. You don't do that to a your... A megaphone. You don't do that to your teenage son. In front son. of the school yeah. that says, I've loved you since the day I pushed you out of my hoo-ha. That's probably like the worst thing you can say or do. That that kid's going to be scarred now for life. And wow. just think he has to make it through the school day. Not only that, he has to make it through the rest of the school year. And how is he going to do it now? <laughs> wow. Like, that was, I mean, it, it was bad enough that she got on the megaphone and said, <laughs> I love you. But when she added in the whole part about, I pushed you out of my hoo-ha, that just was overboard. That's just insane. That's too much information. we got to remember that one. And when we're talking about these at the end of the year, it's going to go down as one of the strangest, probably one of the most embarrassing ones. Just remember the hoo-ha video. <laughs> yeah. If you hoo-ha. Can't, if you can't remember it, remember the show Hee-Haw. So that's how we'll remember hoo-ha. That's like, <laughs> you know. I'm not making any sense, am I? <laughs> no, but no, that's okay. Because that's like like two people, you know, having intimate relations. My radio terminology, I call it the hibbity-dibbity. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So now we have the hibbity-dibbity and we have the hoo-ha. The hoo-ha. <laughs> so the hoo-ha meets the hoo-hee and they do the hibbity-dibbity with the hoo-ha and the hoo-hee. Ah, yeah, that's a good way to put it. So now you have a hoo-ha-hee. It clarifies it all for me now. <laughs> Did you get all that? <laughs> yeah, I I completely understand now. Hoo-ha 101. As long as you're using all of that gibberish. Maybe I'll write a book, Hoo-ha for Dummies. <laughs> like they have windows for dummies. We'll name it Hoo-ha for but Dummies. But that poor son, he's probably saying, Mom, I can't take you anywhere. Oh, he's done. 
He's like yesterday's kitty litter. And, you know, he's not going to be one of those sons where mom says, uh, mm, you're looking for something to do. Let's spend the, d- the day together. Let's go to the mall together. Imagine if she could do that in front of the whole school and on a loudspeaker, mm-hmm. what would she do at the mall? Oh, my gosh. Incredible. Um, it would be brutal. I, it would. Could you imagine walking down the mall with that lady <laughs> and you're her child? And she just gets on the megaphone and says, I love you since the day you were born. Just like that first time. (laughs) I just can't say it anymore. No, just completely embarrassing for the kid. Yeah. I would like to find, I would like to get a hold of this woman and... And just say, ask her just why did you do that? Why would you do that sort of thing to your child? Yeah. Just pretty simple. High school and are those it looked like he was in his early teens. Those years are hard enough. I wonder if there's a name on this video anywhere. No, it's not. There's uh, I'm sorry. I just have to do this again. I, I have to do this. Ashton, don't forget how much I love you. I've loved you since the day I pushed you out of my hoo-ha. Make good choices. I hope she wasn't drinking already when the she poor, when she drove him to school. She could have been drinking. The that almost sounds kid. like she had a couple. This happened in Wiley, Texas. Wiley, Texas is where it happened. Wow. Try to get this lady on the phone I, maybe for a later date. I, I would if it doesn't have her name in here. It just... It doesn't go on. It doesn't give a full description of the video or anything. I'm looking to see if the the rest of it is in here. It just kind of it cuts it off where it just it it just says. Man, if my mom would have done a thing like that with my brothers, this just I'm... happened last week. <laughs> wow. It, it literally just happened last week. I mean, it's not the worst thing that you can do, but hi, you know, not the worst thing in the world. Mm-hmm. But. It's certainly not not good for his psyche for the rest of the day at school. <sighs> Poor child. Yeah. I feel bad. I want to, like, go and save this kid. <laughs> I want to, like, isn't, save isn't this child. Isn't your um, grandson's name Ashton, too? Yes. Yeah. Uh, no. Th- Grandpa would never do that to Ashton. No. <laughs> no. Absolutely not. Or Grandma wouldn't. No. Or, or Rachel mom. would not. No. Absolutely Well, that's not. a good thing, then. Yeah. That's... That's... Oh, man. That's... That's one for the end of the year. Do you That's have any more say. videos this morning? No, those are the only those are the only two that I have this morning. After that one, that one just that one takes the cake. But I will say that did you know that seventy five percent of dads say that watching cartoons makes them feel like a kid again? Oh sure. Yeah. Yeah. Do you watch cartoons every now and then? Um, I'm, you know, I meant to go see the new Scooby-Doo movie. There okay. there was Scooby-Doo out not too long ago. And, Scooby-Doo! Uh, that one I would have, uh, you know, paid to go see it okay. because Scooby-Doo takes me back to childhood. Etched in my memory, some of the best times was when I, I could watch Scooby-Doo on Saturday mornings. Okay. Scooby-Doo is always good. Yeah. Scooby-Doo and, and Shaggy. And Velma, she was always, uh, she went blind without her glasses too, just like me. She'd drop her glasses on the floor in in a cave when a spooky monster was coming. Oh. She'd always be down on her knees looking for her glasses. Okay. Um, did you know 50% of workers think that taking off your shoes is never okay in the workplace? No, it's not. It's, no. Yeah. That would be like you and I 
taking our shoes off. I mean, like, I'll wear my Crocs to work, which you've seen. Yeah. But out of respect for you, I will have socks on while I'm wearing my Crocs. Oh, really? Yeah. But I will never take my Crocs off while I'm here. I mean, I've worn sandals before without socks. You're fine. Well, that's normal for a woman to wear sandals without socks. Yeah. But for a guy like myself... You won't wear them without the socks? No, No? I just, I won't, um, I won't wear, I've gone out in public with them without socks, but I I won't wear them in the workplace without socks. Oh, wow. That's Mm -hmm. just a a privacy thing. It's all right. That's respect for you. But, uh, yeah, you shouldn't take your shoes off at the workplace. Just like you're not supposed to go barefoot when you go in the grocery store. Yep. Did you know a recent survey found that one-third of all couples... Have never gone on a romantic trip together. A romantic trip. What percentage? Um, it was just a survey. It's a third. So that would be 33% of oh, couples. Wow. Yeah. Now, I have been on a romantic trip with the wife, my honeymoon, but then we had the kids with us, too. So how romantic can you get with three <laughs> kids in a room? Yeah. I mean, you usually have to include them, I think, even on the Brady Bunch I guess after we, Mike and Carol got married. I guess when we went on our cruises, those are romantic <laughs> That's romantic. Yeah. But okay. even on with the Bradys, after they got married, I saw an episode where they were supposed to go on their honeymoon, mm-hmm. and then, whoops, all six of the kids end Boom. up in a hotel room yeah, with that's them. That's what Rachel and I did. We took Darren, Dylan, and Haley with us right from the reception, got in the car, left for Disney World. You know, but you know, I when we go on vacation too, I love to include my family. Okay. Uh, the kids. There's nothing wrong with it's that. It's like me and Gary can go away, yes, but when everybody is involved, I just love that family sort of thing, mm-hmm. which means I love them all. That's you know? a beautiful thing. Yeah. Did you know the average person is likely to spend more than twelve? Hundred hours online every single year. Ooh, <laughs> that's a lot of online yeah, activity. Yeah, yeah. I mean, wow, that many hours. You should be. I would want to be making money while I'm at it. Okay, now here's something interesting because you grill, I grill. So there was a study recently that identified more than one thousand six hundred injuries annually. From a wire grill brush. A wire grill brush. I don't think I've ever injured myself on a grill brush. Have you? That's happened to I you? I did one time. Yeah? What? Do you, how, how, do you, how are you going to injure self, yourself with that? It wasn't directly with the grill brush. I was pressing down on the grill brush to scrub the top of the grill. Yeah. And it broke as I was pressing pressing down. No kidding. And my bare knuckles went on the hot grill. Oh, good gosh. What kind of a cheap grill brush were you using? Well, I won't be buying that one any longer. Oh, man. You burnt your hands then? I, this is a long time ago. Long time ago. Did you have to go, like, to the burn center with that? No. That, that sounds... No, just cold water. Yeah. It, it just, it stung. Did I ever tell you the story about... My thumb, drilling a hole through my thumb. You did. I told you about that. <laughs> when you were, what were stupid. you drilling a, a nail in the wall or yeah, something, and it, it went through your thumb. It literally went all the way through my 
thumb. Good gosh, would that hurt? <laughs> yeah, it wasn't pretty. I had a drill bit coming like in this way and coming yeah. right out the other side. And I'm like, I held my thumb up and then I turned the drill in reverse. I oh, just pulled gosh. it right out. The only thing I That'll do, make you cringe. The only thing I do once in a while is I'll burn my arm on the oven or stove like inside when I'm taking something out of the oven or some mm-hmm. sort of thing and not paying attention, yeah. all of a sudden my arm will get a little burn. My, uh, my and, wife, and they leave marks. My wife is, um, uh, and she knows it, she'll admit it, she, my wife is very clumsy when it comes to things in the kitchen or, <laughs> or anything like that. So she, um, you know, I asked her the other day, uh, we put all new locks on our house because we had our house painted. So I changed all the locks. Everything looked all nice all and new. All uniform, huh? Yeah. So I went Home Depot and got all the stuff, and then I gave her a pair of scissors, and I says, could you please open these packages for me? Is she allowed to use scissors and yeah. kitchen utensils? Well, she <laughs> she looks at me. She goes, you want me to open these up with these scissors? Well. And I'm like, on second thought, no. <laughs> but no, yeah, she, I do give her permission every now and then. But no, she is... Yeah, she is a little bit. Uh, she, I love her to death. Has she been driving the scooter? No, I won't. I, You're not. I she's not allowed on the scooter. No, you got to no, be kidding. That, that, no. that bad, huh? Just one time. I let her do it once, and oh. I, I had a heart attack when she took it around the corner. <laughs> Honestly, she's not going to be did. taking it out to the convenience store. <laughs> no, she's not. No, absolutely not. That's why we we she drives. That's why she drives a big pickup truck that's lifted like eight inches in the air. Because she's safe in there, right? It's like right? driving a tank. So she's really Whoa. safe and encased in there. Yeah. So God forbid something happens. I have no worries. Well, at least you're looking this out for her so safety. Sad to talk about. It is. It's like look out, everybody. Yeah. Rachel's on the road. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> It's, it's like, attention, ladies and gentlemen, Rachel Nine has left the house. She's on the road. Please govern yourself accordingly. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually pretty good. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I felt like it was on the loudspeaker. Attention, Kmart shoppers. <laughs> All right, enough enough of that. Let's uh, go to the news desk. It's uh, brought to you this morning by St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. Let's go to the news desk. Bonnie is standing by with the headlines. Good morning, Bonnie. Good morning, Evan. Florida's economy is roaring back from the pandemic, according to a bullish Governor Ron DeSantis. Uh, According to the U.S. Census Bureau, the number of businesses forming in Florida has increased by 34 percent in the first 41 weeks of 2021 compared to the first 20, 41 weeks of 2020. Of the 194,000 jobs added nationwide in September, the governor says Florida accounted for 84,000. Florida ports limited in helping backed up supply change. WPTV's Todd Wilson has more on the story. Well, you know what? We're all seeing the strain on the supply chain, and even Governor DeSantis is offering up Florida ports, but of course there's only so much some can do. Sherry Ford says when she's out shopping, it's no longer business as usual, as she's seeing more shortages. I went to Walmart a couple of days ago. It was a lot of stuff missing. Like, even the vegetables were just low. You didn't see everything you wanted to see. Ford says she's surprised by the ongoing backlog as companies strategize to meet customers' demands. I knew why it was occurring in 2020. I knew why it was occurring earlier this year. But I'm surprised that in October, heading into November of 2021, that we're still seeing such a shortage that we're seeing. Ford's not alone. I guess I've been a little concerned. A concern that may not be resolved for some time. 
Experts say shipping backups at major U.S. ports could linger well into 2022. 40% of U.S. imports come through the California ports of Long Beach and Los Angeles. The backups are now so severe that the ports are now open 24-7 looking to reduce the bottleneck, an issue that also has the attention of Governor Ron DeSantis. You see all those ships off the west and east coast of the United States that are backlogged. We have the capacity to alleviate those backlogs. People can reroute ships to Florida. But there could be limits to that help. Locally, we checked with the Port of Palm Beach, but they are limited on the size of the ships. In an email, they shared the following, saying in part, large container ships wouldn't be able to get through the channel, so there is no way for those ships to divert to Port of Palm Beach. Ford says she's staying positive. I have uh, the means to be able to kind of shop at a couple of different stores. Well, experts say that shoppers could feel the pinch this, this pinch this holiday season if there are fewer items leading to fewer discounts. Live in Palm Beach County, Todd Wilson, WPTV News Channel 5. A week after the Martin County Tax Collector's Office shut down most services, citing a network issue, the tax collector is refusing to elaborate on what happened, when it will be fixed, and when the offices will reopen for business. The office on Wednesday used a Facebook post to acknowledge a technological snag, and Thursday admitted it was impacting functionality of certain systems. Most services have been unavailable since then. The issue appears to have existed since at least October 19. That's when the St. Lucie County Tax Collector's Office learned of the situation and offered to help with Department of Motor Vehicle Transactions. The St. Lucie Tax Collector is processing DMV services for Martin County residents 2 to 4.30 p.m. for walk-ins and 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. for appointments at its three locations. On Monday, would-be customers arrived at the Martin County Tax Collector's offices in Stewart and Palm City only to be turned away by employees at the door. Some already were on their second visit, having been turned away last week. Martin County resident Izzy Bristle went to the Stewart office Wednesday to get a new ID. He said but was told the computers weren't working. He returned Monday morning with the same result. I got to wait until I got a day off from work to go to Port St. Lucie, Bristle said. Fort Pierce Utilities Authority crews are working to repair a water main break near Midway Road. Once the water is restored, FPUA is issuing a precautionary boil water notice for customers within the following boundaries. North Midway Road, South Seeger Avenue, East Regina Drive, West Palmetto Drive. All water customers within these uh, boundaries should be boiling their water now and continue to do so until notified otherwise. For updates to the notice, you can visit fpua.com or the FPUA Facebook page. The parents of Ryan Laundrie are said to be in mourning the death of their son. Laundry family attorney Stephen Bertolino tells News Nation Chris and Roberta Laundry left their Northport home on Sunday and are grieving privately elsewhere in Florida with other family members. The 23-year-old Laundry is the only person of interest in the homicide of his fiancée, Gabby Petito. His remains were found last week at a Southwest Florida nature reserve, and they've been sent to a forensic anthropologist for further examination following inconclusive autopsy results. I'm Rick Hoshul. The U.S. Department of Education is warning Florida about its 
sanctions against mask mandates. The department says that withholding federal funds from school districts with mask mandates would be a failure to comply with federal law. The letter says the department is ready to initiate enforcement action to stop the state's actions. Lastly, the coldest air of the season is forecast to come in through the Sunshine State late this week, sweeping in low temperatures not seen since early spring and gifting a temporary reprieve from the gummy tropics. NFL last night, uh, we had New Orleans beating the Seattle Seahawks in a lower scoring game, 13-10, to uh, with New Orleans winning. <clears throat> also, the Green Bay Packers could potentially be without Aaron Rodgers' most important target for their biggest game of the season Thursday at Arizona after receiver Devontae Adams was placed on the reserve COVID-19 list Monday. News time at 6.54, and we'll have weather and traffic together next. The first time I stepped into St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins, I figured it would just be one of my many stops on my road to the perfect engagement ring. My fiancé means the world to me, so I wanted something extra special. I found a huge selection of engagement rings at great prices, and my worry about finding the perfect engagement ring was quickly replaced with exceptional customer service. St. Lucie Jewelry's over 400 five-star reviews really told the story. I finally picked a ring, and it was perfect. She was floored, and then the tears came. Hi, this is Hawk Levy, owner of St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins. We're now celebrating 26 years, voted best diamond dealers, best jewelry buyers, and best jeweler year after year. Come celebrate with us in opening our third location at 1335 St. Lucie West Boulevard. We invite you to take a tour of our competition, but then come see us last. right now on the Get Up and Go show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for traffic and weather together. Bonnie, how's it looking outside? Well, Evan, we are seeing a backup on the turnpike northbound this morning in Port St. Lucie. Northbound at mile marker 141, there's a vehicle fire. And due to this vehicle fire, traffic being blocked in those northbound lanes. Port St. Lucie on the turnpike might want to take an alternate. If you see something, say something. Call us at 220-9788-220-WSTU. Port St. Lucie, we have 75, and it's a cool 51 in Riverton, Wyoming. Here's our weather at WPTV. Finally clearing out and see a lot of sunshine today, but hot and humid. High temperatures up near 90 degrees. Heat indices up into the upper 90s. Cold front moves through a lot less humid tomorrow. Highs in the mid-80s. Then a stronger cold front coming by the end of the week that will bring some strong storms with it, but also some very fall-like weather, much cooler for Halloween weekend. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist James Wheeland on WSTU AM 1450, Martin County's Heritage Station. Certified public accountants are proud to sponsor Treasure Coast Solutions, a community service program designed to provide information you can use, a local perspective on national issues, local solutions to meet your individual concerns. At our firm, we believe that information is knowledge, and with knowledge comes the power to have a positive impact on our lives 
businesses, schools, and community. If you would like one of our professionals to address your personal financial or business concerns, please give us a call to set up an appointment at 220-3380. Sometimes ordinary tasks can become extraordinary feats. With back, neck, or shoulder pain, that's why there's the Joint Chiropractic. As the official chiropractor of the University of Miami Hurricanes, the Joint Chiropractic helps keep people moving through everyday life and beyond. You never need an appointment or insurance, and we're open evenings and weekends. Keep moving. Come see our newest location in Port St. Lucie for a free exam, consultation, and adjustment through Saturday. Visit thejoint.com for details. When it comes to Medicare, it can be confusing and misleading. Sure, you can go to any particular company's presentation, but is that really the most effective way to go? Let my team look up your doctor's medications and see whether an Advantage or a Medigap plan is more suitable. Call me, Denny Artachi, 561-537-5897, and let my team simplify and explain your choices. After all, it's your health we're talking about. 561-537-5897. Hey, parents, keep your children active this season by training with the pros. The Miami Dolphins are hosting the Junior Dolphins Football and Dance Clinics presented by FAIR throughout Miami-Dade, with winter clinics starting November 26th and December 20th. Football clinics are taught by junior Dolphins coaches and dance classes are led by the Miami Dolphins cheerleaders. These half-day sessions are available for boys and girls ages 4 to 14. Space is limited. Visit juniordolphins.com slash camps to secure your spot today. So, have you heard this one? A priest and a rabbi come into this radio station. <laughs> really, it's a priest and a rabbi. Right here, Friday mornings beginning at 9. Here on WSTU AM 1450. Bring your questions and join their lively conversation with Father Christian from St. Mary's Episcopal Church and Rabbi Matt Durbin from the Temple Beit Hayim. It's a priest and a rabbi. Friday mornings at 9 here on WSTU. You're listening to WSTU Stewart. Are Democrats close to an agreement? I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. President Biden hopes so. I view it as a tax cut for middle class families. A tax cut. Pushing for an expanded child care tax credit while two pieces of his agenda remain held up in Congress. A trillion dollar bipartisan infrastructure measure won broad support in the Senate, but it has stalled in the House with progressives withholding support without a larger social spending package. That bill, likely far less than the $3.5 trillion first proposed, could be agreed to in days, clearing the way for an infrastructure vote later this week. Fox's Jared Halpern. All Republicans oppose the spending and tax hikes to fund it, but may not be able to block it. Today, the president goes to Virginia to campaign for Democrat Terry McAuliffe, who's running for governor again in a dead heat with Republican Glenn Youngkin. In the fight against COVID, Pfizer's under more scrutiny, trying to get smaller vaccine doses into younger arms. Millions of children in the U.S. could become eligible for the COVID-19 vaccine, possibly by next month, as an FDA panel meets today to discuss whether or not to authorize Pfizer vaccine for children ages 5 to 11 after the drug maker earlier requested emergency use authorization. Fox's Jeff Manasso in New York City. Thousands protested a looming vaccine mandate for municipal workers who'd be put on unpaid leave if they don't get a shot. Demonstrators say Mayor Bill de Blasio is overstepping his authority, ignoring natural immunity and those who have recovered from COVID. The largest NYPD officers union filing a lawsuit Monday to challenge the mandate as de Blasio critics say he is casting health care workers 
workers, educators, and first responders as villains. Fox's Jackie Abanya is there. Flash flood watches and warnings in parts of the northeast drenched by a storm, including areas of New Jersey where Hurricane Ida's remnants did a lot of damage in flooding. Now I'm terrified. Every time the wind picks up now, I'm scared. America's listening to Fox News. I struggled with symptoms like frequent gas and stomach pain for years. I was bloated all the time with daily diarrhea. At first, I thought it was what I was eating. I kept thinking it was stomach issues. So I did my research and talked to my doctor, and we finally uncovered the truth. It, it was, was actually EPI. Exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI, is a condition where your pancreas is unable to help break down your food. It can lead to symptoms like diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, unexplained weight loss, and oily stools. And EPI symptoms can be confused with those of other common digestive conditions, like irritable bowel syndrome, Crohn's, and celiac disease. So getting to the right diagnosis meant being more open with my doctor about the severity of my symptoms and how often they were happening. But there's good news. EPI is manageable, so don't wait any longer. Use the symptom checker at identifyepi.com and schedule a visit or call with your doctor to ask, Could, Could I have EPI? Sponsored by AbbVie. Oklahoma, where abortion providers are busy with an influx of women from Texas who can't get the procedure in their state, was set to have three new abortion restrictions go into effect next week, but the state Supreme Court has blocked them. The Republican attorneys general from 11 states are taking the Biden administration to court over abortion policy. Ohio Attorney General Dave Yost is leading 11 other AGs against the action that once again allows family planning clinics to refer women to abortion providers. Yost argues that family planning organizations and abortion clinics should operate separately as a ban on under former President Trump established. Clinics and women's groups called the former president's policy essentially a gag order that drove providers away from affiliations with Planned Parenthood. Yost says the action he's spearheading does not infringe on a woman's right to an abortion. Grinnell Scott, Fox News. The accused gunman in a Boise, Idaho mall shooting that left two people dead and sent scared shoppers running remains in critical condition. He was shot by police. An officer was one of four wounded. In Florida, teen jealousy, swords, and sex. All information in police affidavits released in the arrest of three Florida teenagers charged with first-degree murder. Apparently, one teenager was upset that 18-year-old DJ Grant had sex with her ex-girlfriend, so that teen, a 17-year-old male, and his new 17-year-old girlfriend, and another female lured Grant to the scene of the crime, with a current 17-year-old girlfriend offering him to meet for sex. Instead, they stabbed him in the neck with a small knife, then later in the chest with a full-length sword. His body was found in the bushes of the apartment complex where it all happened two days later. John Saucier, Fox News. On Wall Street, stock futures are rising the day after the Dow hit another record high. On Monday Night Football, the New Orleans Saints beat the Seattle Seahawks 13-10. to 10. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. A grateful community says congratulations to Nancy Smith for a lifetime of dedication to journalism. From serving as a managing editor of the Stewart News to the president of the Florida Society of Newspaper Editors, you're invited to join Senator Gail Harrell, former Senate President Ken Pruitt, and former Stewart Mayor Joan Jefferson for a fundraising event for the Nancy and Michael Smith Endowed Scholarship. Thursday, October 28th, 5 to 7, Indian River State College, Chastain Campus in Stewart. 
The scholarship will continue Nancy Smith's contribution to those striving to achieve the American dream. So please join us October 28th at Indian River State College, Martin County, Chastain Campus from 5 to 7. Visit the station website, WPSL.com, WSTU1450.com, and click Nancy Smith for more information. For more than 30 years, European Kitchen and Bath has been providing the highest quality kitchen and bath products to their customers on the Treasure Coast. Designer fixtures and quality products at affordable prices. So whatever you need, a new sink and faucet to upgrade your current kitchen or bath, or if you're planning a full 100% makeover, European Kitchen and Bath will help you from start to finish. European Kitchen and Bath, serving the entire Treasure Coast. Visit their website, europeansync.com. Forbearances, working remotely, internet shopping, retail space and rental income have been hit hard by COVID. If you're looking to restructure your debt, obtain financing or equity, Commercial Mortgage can help you out. Tim Mullen at Commercial Mortgage has been providing debt restructuring services since 2003. Tim never charges a front fee and all consultations are free. Tim only gets paid if he provides you a debt workout. Looking for a debt solution or financing? Give Tim a call at 772-872-6099 or visit commercialmortgagellc.com to schedule your free consultation. Coming to you live from Stewart, Florida, the greatest little town in the world, it's the award-winning, critically acclaimed Get Up and Go Show on AM 1450 WSTU. You're invited to call the show anytime at 772-220-9788. And now, broadcasting live from their palatial studios, here are your hosts, Evan and Bonnie. Thank you very much, Madam Announcer. It is our number two for me and you this morning. Is this not a glorious day or what? It's a great day to be an American. Shut up and take my money. All right, I'll take your money. Just uh, come right over here. Give me a dollar or two. <laughs> I'm glad you find that funny. It's uh, 7.08 right now in the Get Up and Go show. Mr. Clock, would you certify the time? It's now 7.08 a.m. 7.08 a.m. on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. We are in hour number two. <laughs> that kid's laugh is so infectious. It's ridiculous. It kind of reminds me of one of those dolls that you want to toss away. You know, when you can't make a doll to shut up and it sounds kind of... <laughs> Kind of spooky. You want to toss the kid away? Well, you know, we had a doll one time. Throw him out with the bath water. It was like spooky during Halloween. There was like a doll outside. It, the doll was out on the porch. Oh, wow. And it had a recording in it with this laugh, and it kept saying things over and over again. And we could not make the doll shut up. Really? Did you try, like, stepping on it or throwing yeah. it or tossing it or kicking it? And it's still You know, it's nothing. nice and something I wouldn't want to do to a poor little doll, but we did everything under the sun. And finally, we just had to, you know, put it out by the trash can with that doll still rattling and rattling and rattling on. It didn't work. Wow. <laughs> it was like um, the Chucky doll or something. It was, oh, my. It, like it was almost possessed. Okay. All right. We well, couldn't get it to stop. Speaking of possessed, we have to do something that we're possessed with doing, and it's this. Today's date is October 26, 2021. If you're celebrating a birthday today, 
we say happy birthday to you and yours and everything around you. Right, Bonnie? We sure do. I think we have a special announcement on our birthday list. Yeah, we're going to actually morning. call this person. And I'm, I just wrote on his Facebook page, good morning, happy birthday, and we're calling you. All right, so well, he if you're has listening, been warned. Yeah, if you're listening, you're getting a call this morning. Why is um, our friend Mark Hales from England still going as Freddie Sh- Chevrolet. He's incognito. <laughs> He's still yeah. coming up. Freddie Chevrolet on my Facebook. Let me cue up the band. Got to get the band ready. Two rings. Guaranteed he doesn't answer. Three rings. Wow. Four rings. I don't know. He and know he that? was in Hello? the. And thank you for calling 561. I don't want to give out his number. <laughs> well, too bad, so sad. We tried to call Phil and wish him a happy birthday on the radio. That didn't work. Well, happy birthday to Phil today. Yeah. And, um, you know, we have uh, we enjoy Phil coming in the studio once in a while. We do. It's been a while since he's been in. Yes. But he is our awesome taste tester. Yes. Taster of the hottest potato chips in the world. The and, guinea pig for the show. And sour balls. He, he has tasted <laughs> the most sour balls in the world, too. <laughs> and I hope he's having a ball today. Or I'm we sure are hoping. Is. I'm sure he is. Morgan Saylor is uh, 27 years old today. That's Dana Brody on Showtime's Homeland. Uh, CM Punk. The retired professional wrestler uh, is 43 years old today. How old does a wrestler usually last? Like, well, what's, let's what's see. the life um, Sting, length? Sting, real name Steve Borden. Sting is, isn't is, that a isn't that the famous singer? No, this is oh, Sting the wrestler. Not Sting the he singer. He is in his 50s, late 50s, and he's still wrestling. Is that normal for a wrestler to depends to on be able how to... it depends on how your body ages. Goldberg is another one that's in his 50s. There's quite a few of them. The Undertaker, um, Hulk Hogan. There's so many of them. Well, I suppose if you kind of take care of your body, and wrestling's more of a show too, anyway, isn't it? It's, it's a show, but let me tell you, it's it, not your a, body takes a lot of abuse. A lot of abuse, yeah. But I think the like the NFL players go through like a heck of oh, a lot more. Yeah, like, I would say, agree. Say Tom Brady as a quarterback, and yeah. he wants to play till he's. I don't. He hasn't. He's not fifty yet. I think he wants to play till he's like buried six feet under. The guy's never going to retire. I don't think he does want to retire. I think he no. loves the game he does. too, too much. He does. He's passionate. I'm sure his wife would like to, like mm-hmm. him to retire. G- Giselle probably does, yeah. would like that. John Hedder is 44 years old today. That's Napoleon Dynamite. Florence Kasumba is 45. That's AO in Black Panther. Seth McFarlane, 48 years old today. That's Captain Mercer on the Orville and Family Guy. Anthony Rapp, 50 years old today. That's the Lieutenant Commander Stamets on Star Trek Discovery. Keith Urban, country music artist, 54 years old today. He's, he's a good artist. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, I think the ladies in our, our listening audience are probably going to completely disagree with me. Mm-hmm. Everybody says, oh, what, what a stud he is. Yeah, what a good looking. Yeah, I don't think he's all that. Oh, okay. Oh, what did I just did say? you just say that he, Keith Urban is not all that? I, I like him as an artist, and he seems like a great guy. Okay. But, I mean, in the looks department, yeah. I don't know. All yeah. right. All right. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm terrible for saying it. Oh, the, boy. The women are, you may want to stop The women are probably ahead. hating me. Yeah. Uh, good morning. You're on the radio. At first, I thought she was talking about me. Oh, well, <laughs> wait a minute. We have something for you. <laughs> 
Happy break open. Just, happy I just brought a tear to my eye. Did it really? Break open the champagne now, Will. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> With that sound, well, it sounds you like you drank a lot of champagne yeah. how old and are some you beans. T- how old are you today? Uh, 48. Wow. 48. You, you are remember not. 48, don't you? No, I don't. You... <laughs> He's not 48. He no is. Yes, I'm 48. Yes, he I turned 48 years today. Old. Wow, I can't believe that. But the last time we saw Phil now, oh, Phil uh, unpacked a lot of pounds. The last time yeah. we saw you, Phil, <laughs> you were looking like you should be one of those Chippendale dancers. Oh, almost. wow. Hey, wow. <laughs> okay. You know, I did discover uh, this morning I do have an ab now. So there you oh, go. you yeah. have one ab. Hey, wow. One ab. Okay. <laughs> How long did you have to work for it? <laughs> I don't oh, wow. know. I, I actually, I've been doing the gym thing now since June. Mm-hmm. So I've lost. Uh, 37 pounds. Okay. So. Wonderful. Right. Yeah. That's right. incredible. Are you back at the house now, or are you on the no, way to I work? No, just, I, just, I guess when you called, I had just got finished on the exercise bike, and I went to the restroom. Oh, so, yeah. I wanted a live report on the exercise bike. That would oh, have been I did. I did 10 miles, and I burned 320 calories. And then, uh, yeah, so I did, and that was, four, that was 50 minutes, 5-0. Mm-hmm. So, now I'm just wandering around the basketball court in my uh, neighborhood here. So right. That's what I do every day. Just wander around the basketball court. <laughs> yeah, you know what? You're using the steps, though, and every little step counts, right, Phil? Yeah, it's exactly. For, for taking exactly. off the poundage. But mm-hmm. good for you. Did you um, eliminate a lot of fast food, like no trips to McDonald's uh, lately? Basi- and- yeah, basically, yeah. About probably once a week, I'll, if that, I'll have a little something like that. But it's not, um, you know, it's it's I hardly eat that anymore. So. Any birthday cake for you today? Oh, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> absolutely. You got to treat Actually, yourself. I get that cookie cake from Mrs. Fields. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That just sounds like decadence. I know yeah. every time I go to, like, Winn-Dixie or Publix, I have to I, I have to pass up some of it. But some of it is just so pretty. I love to look at it. And then That's I think it. about it, and I count the calories on the package. But uh, then I think I'm going to buy it anyway and treat myself anyway. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. No. Nope. So what do you what you get? What are you doing for your birthday? Uh, I don't even know. I think we're supposed to go to breakfast, and then um, after that, I think we're going to Costco. Really? <laughs> That's it. That's, <laughs> That's my sweet. birthday today. <laughs> okay. And then I think we're going to have the casserole queen next door and the uh, rocket scientist over for uh, a Mrs. Field cookie cake. So. Whoa. Yeah, and that's it, basically. And when um, are you going to come visit us here again in the morning? I don't know yet. Um, it, it, ha- it it just has to time everything, okay. you know. It's just timing. That's We're just all. hoping it yeah. happens soon. We'd like to see you, Phil. I appreciate that. All right. Yeah. Um, then, I'm typing, then I'm supposed sorry. to go to Fredo's to get my foot free foot massage today. So. <laughs> oh, okay. yeah. All right. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I want to. I want to go somewhere and get a foot rub. I've seen all of these foot massage places around. Well, they have places, but they be do. careful which one you go to because some are shady. I'd like to go to one of those. Oh, I want to get my brows tinted too, maybe before I go on vacation. But okay. I don't know if I'm oh. going to be able to squeeze that in. All right. I want yeah, to... I'm going to Georgia in December. Are you? So, okay. Yeah, I got to go up there. My son's graduating from college, so. Wow, good for yeah. him. What college has he been attending? Uh, he, oh, I've forgotten now. It's it's a local deal, and then he got his um, his degree in film and television for media, right? Oh, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. That's incredible.
Well, knowing he's been you, doing uh, the sports cast at the school and everything else. So he's been doing that, uh, directing it. Very good. Yeah. Knowing you, I bet he he's going to have like a nice, long, good future, solid I hope career. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's the plan. Hopefully, the plan. his industry won't be replaced like by robots, like. Like some of the <laughs> industries. No, like we were listening. Robots. Robots. We were listening to um, a new segment coming home on our way from Palm City one night, and oh my good gosh, some of these restaurants are—they're replacing servers like with robots. And appa- are they? Yeah, and apparently it's going to work for them because they, you know you pay the robot there—you're getting those robots for uh, less in the long run, and if people don't want to work anyway. They're going to be but eating. that's like, but then one day they're going. It's going to be like in the movies, like in Terminator. You know, mm-hmm. they're just going to start rising and start uh, knocking off people left and right. You know, <laughs> so. that's a great Halloween story, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> and we, we don't no, want. That's what's going to happen, you know. <laughs> yep. I never want to see yep. the day that that happens. I'll have to become like yep. the. I'll have to become like uh, Hamilton. Is her last name the 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 main? Melinda ca- Hamilton. Yeah. Yeah, I'll have to become like the main character in Terminator Two. Oh, I would pay to see that. Oh, can you see that? I can. Bon- body Ashley and the motion picture <laughs> event of the year. <laughs> Uh, we right need there. we need we need a uh, we need a trailer. You need to record. A trailer oh yeah, for that. yeah. <laughs> you knew that was coming. I have I have to make trips to the gym then, like you. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna have like those muscles like Linda uh, Hamilton did in Terminator Two. Yeah, yeah, she was ripped, huh? It's just yeah, completely. I can see Bonnie doing that. Yeah. 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 Man. And then Evan could be Terminator. That'd be awesome. <laughs> I'll be back. More like Flabinator, but that's a whole other story. All right. Anyway, on that note, on that note, listen. Uh, send me a picture of the tie I asked you about, okay? Because I yeah. do, I do need it. Uh, if to I, see if that. I have one, I'm gonna go look real right, quick. Gotcha. So. All right, man. We'll talk to you later. Have a great day. Thanks, have a guys. happy Appreciate birthday. It. Have a happy birthday, buddy. <gasps> Thanks. Right. It's a National Australian Day today, October 26th. National Australian Day, so we celebrate the Aussies. It's also National Chicken Fried Steak Day. National Chicken Fried Steak. You ever had a chicken fried steak? I guess it would be good for breakfast. It um, is. I don't think I have though. Put some yep. creamy gravy on it. Ooh. They uh, have those at uh, Cracker Barrel. Oh yeah. They're really oh they're so good. Steak and eggs always sounds good. Now you're really steak boy, and you're, eggs. you had to see that didn't and you? And that potato casserole at the ca- Cracker Barrel. I've never tried oh, that yet. Bonnie, you're oh my killing gosh. me. <laughs> Oh, oh what are we going to do? It's National Day of the Deployed, so we say thank you to all our military folks serving outside of the good old USA. Thank you so much. It's, yes. it's National Mincemeat Day. Mincemeat? You ever had mincemeat? What's in a mincemeat? The original mincemeat recipe is more than 500 years old. Google and see what it is. While you're looking for that, I'll also tell you that it's National Pumpkin Day. So go out and buy a pumpkin because Halloween is just around the corner. I've already bought like three this year. Okay. Yeah, I, w- I would like to get one more. Okay. It's also National Worldwide Howl at the Moon Night. So tonight when you get home, you have to do this. <laughs> you got to howl at the moon. Gary tells me a story when his daughter was little. He and his daughter used to do that. They would really? go out back and howl at the moon together. And um, the little girl would get going with that howling action. Mm-hmm. So, so cute. So very cute. Oh, mincemeat. In mincemeat, there's uh, green apple, 
brandy, cinnamon, orange zest, and raisins. Really? Doesn't sound really that bad with a, a little bit of beef. Oh. Yep. Brandy and cinnamon, green apples in, in your mincemeat. Mm-hmm. Where does that phrase come from? You'll make mincemeat out of me. Wow. I, you, do you ever wonder, like, where some of these phrases begin? No. i got to look that up. Because usually there's a history or some sort of story uh, behind, uh, behind phrases that you commonly use. Hmm. Very interesting. Mincemeat. I'm just uh, trying to find out where that phrase kind of originated. Mm-hmm. It says here, thrash beat decisively, as in that bully will make mincemeat out of my son, or the other team will make hamburger out of us. Where did the phrase come from? Well, on that note, (laughs) on that note, I think it's time to do some news as you're looking up mincemeat. This broadcast brought to you by mincemeat this morning. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, right over there. It's Tuesday. We haven't even started yet. Oh, my. Anyway, uh, 723 right now. Let's go to the news desk. Bonnie is standing by with the morning headlines. Good morning, Bonnie. Good morning, Evan. If affordable housing in the Sunshine State is being talked about a lot this year, reports from sites like Realtor.com show South Florida has the third fastest growing rental market in the country. The price for rentals are up 27% from last year. WPTV's Arthur Mondale with details. Basically, there's an order to this. It doesn't always work. We're in Stewart, the sailfish capital of the world, at the home of Gail Harvey. Who isn't packing for a trip to the pier, she's tending to less spoken business. I've had several people call me and say, my rent's just gone up $600. I can't pay it anymore. I'm going to be homeless. Crisis calls. She and other members of the nonprofit Tent City Helpers respond to every Monday. It's sad that this is an option even. Harvey and her team go under bridges, behind stores and other public spaces, distributing supplies and homeless resource information. There are people out there that are working their butts off and trying to make a living without a shower, living in their car, trying to find you know, a way to make it without housing. So there's a lot of hardworking people out there. People like Christiane Nicole Taylor who works full-time as a prep cook at a Martin County restaurant. We're causing mayhem is what they think, and we're not. There's nowhere else for us to go. We met Taylor when she was off the clock. When she's working, her day starts at 5 a.m. in a public park. So this is the only bathroom that's over for 24-7. And I have to ask them to use the bathroom. That way I'm not being rude or they think I'm doing something weird in there. That's just one daily hurdle. She also carries everything she owns in this camouflage duffel. Blankets, pillows. This is what i got to carry around every day. And now you have people who actually are employed that are homeless, which is, which, that's a big red flag, that if you have people who are employed yet cannot afford to live or rent in your community, that's a big red flag. Economist Tom Essay says it's a big red flag that should ignite collaboration between policymakers, builders, and developers. Sites like Zumper show the average rent for a one-bedroom in Stewart increased by 26% over the last year to 1400 The policymakers have to get together with the builders and with the developers and say we have, we have to try and, and tackle this crisis uh, and find a way where we can prevent 
you know, essentially a California style mess because that's that's exactly what happened is they ignored the problem. Housing prices continued to skyrocket. Phenomenal. Rents are very high, and even rents that before were affordable are no longer affordable. We met with Martin County's Human Services Administrator and her staff to learn what's being done, who's most at risk, and what they're hearing from the working homeless. I think it's a lot more because people are now calling us saying, you know, I'm getting evicted because my landlord's selling my place. I have nowhere to go. I don't have a savings. I, you know, so there's a new population that they were settled and they were okay in the unit they were in and their rent was reasonable. But now because of what's going on with real estate and rentals in this area, people are being, you know, the landlords are selling the places and they're out on the street and they can't find another unit. Michelle Miller and Terry Ellis say the county is assisting more priced out working families, seniors on fixed incomes and working aged adults with disabilities. Again, where are they going to get something for $900, even like one bedroom in Stewart? It doesn't exist. As a case manager, Ellis works with the people in transition, providing HUD's housing choice vouchers that they can apply to a unit they find. Things are changing. Things are changing. Things are changing. Yeah. Ellis calls it a large team effort to find affordable housing in 2021. And amid the uptick in people who need it, the county welcomes more landlords willing to work with their neighbors both near and far. A landlord or someone who has units to rent, um, you know, call. Call us. They're out here for a reason. And Stewart, Arthur Mondale, WPTV News Channel 5. A week after the Martin County Tax Collector's Office shut down most services citing a network issue, the tax collector is refusing to elaborate on what happened, when it will be fixed, and when the offices will reopen for business. The office on Wednesday used a Facebook post to acknowledge a technological snag and Thursday admitted it was impacting functionality of certain systems. Most services have been unavailable since then. The issue appears to have existed since at least October 19. That's when the St. Lucie County Tax Collector's Office learned of the situation and offered to help with Department of Motor Vehicle Transactions. The St. Lucie Tax Collector is processing uh, DMV services for Martin County residents from 2 to 4.30 p.m. for walk-ins and 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. for appointments at its three locations. On Monday, would-be customers arrived at the Martin County Tax Collector's offices in Stewart and Palm City, only to be turned away by employees at the door. Some already were on their second visit, having been turned away last week. Martin County resident Issy Brizzle went to the Stewart office Wednesday to get a new ID, he said, but was told the computers weren't working. He returned Monday morning with the same result. I got to wait until I got a day off from work to go to Port St. Lucie, Bristle said. And in Martin County, leadership of two Cleveland Clinic Martin Health Hospitals will change next year following the retirement of its former president of 23 years. Cleveland Clinic announced Monday Dr. Rishi Singh was picked to be president of Martin North and South Hospitals starting January 1, 2022, following the retirement of Robert Lord Jr. Singh specializes in the diagnosis and treatment of eye disorders and previously worked at the main Cleveland Clinic. Fort Pierce Utilities Authority crews are working to repair a water main break near Midway Road. Once the water is restored, FPUA is issuing a precautionary boil water notice for customers within the following boundaries. North Midway Road, 
uh, South Seeger Avenue, East Regina Drive, West Palmetto Drive. All water customers within those boundaries should boil their water already, be boiling it already, and continue to do so until notified otherwise. For updates for the notice, visit fpua.com or the uh, visit the FPUA Facebook page. 729, we'll take a look at sports. Tampa Bay Buccaneers quarterback Tom Brady said the fan who was kind enough to give back his 600th career touchdown ball that was thrown in the stands is going to get something nice in return. Brady, wide receiver Mike Evans, and the Bucks are all making good on that promise. A team source told ESPN that Byron Kennedy, who is sitting in the end zone when Evans tossed the record-breaking ball into the stands, will receive two signed Brady jerseys, a helmet, another jersey autographed by Evans, and Evans' game-worn cleats. Hey, I got Sweet. one more. I got one more for you. Yeah. They just added this morning. Tom Brady also gave him Bitcoin. Bitcoin. Yes. I love it. Oh, what more could you ask for? (laughs) (laughs) Our news time is at 7.30. Weather and traffic together coming up. you to tune into the Casey Ingram show at my new time Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Hear from community leaders, learn about some of our great nonprofit organizations, get the latest updates from our elected officials and meet the candidates. Even rock and roll legends have joined the show from time to time. I'm conservative but not divisive, bringing you the talk of the community. It is a fun and interesting hour beginning at 10 a.m. every Wednesday on WSTU AM 1450 and Facebook Live at the Casey Ingram show. <laughs> 7.31 right now in the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for traffic and weather together. Bonnie, how's it looking outside? Well, Evan, there's been a little bit of traffic tie-up on the Turnpike northbound in Port St. Lucie due to a vehicle fire. Uh, we saw that this morning, northbound on the Turnpike at mile, mile marker 141. But it looks like now you're going to get through. All of those lanes are reopened. So uh, traffic looking smooth right now. Uh, we're not finding any other incidents to report. Uh, St. Lucie County, Martin County, both looking good. Your latest look at traffic. And in Stewart this morning, it's 76 in Paris, France. Cloudy in 62. Here's our weather at WPTV. Finally clearing out and see a lot of sunshine today, but hot and humid. High temperatures up near 90 degrees. Heat indices up into the upper 90s. Cold front moves through. A lot less humid tomorrow. Highs in the mid-80s. Then a stronger cold front coming by the end of the week. That will bring some strong storms with it, but also some very fall-like weather. Much cooler for Halloween weekend. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist James Wheeland on WSTU AM 1450, Martin County's Heritage Station. Insurance planning. Don't travel the road alone. Let us be your guide. 
We are the Owen Insurance Group. Contact us today at 772-210-1020 or visit our website at oweninsurancegroup.net. If you need a new roof, you want a reputable, reliable roofing company to install your new roof. Brilliant Roofing has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. We've been in business for over 15 years, and we're local to the Treasure Coast. We are quick, on time, and never leave your place a mess. All materials we use are top quality and made in the USA. We are trained, certified experts. Give Brilliant Roofing a call today for a free estimate. 772-485-0260. That's 772-485-0260. As a family-owned business for over 15 years, Crown Car Care's top priority is to build relationships with customers while keeping their vehicles safe and dependable. Fixing your car right the first time is their passion and mission. Crown has the skilled master mechanics and business know-how that will put a smile on your face without putting a dent in your wallet. Call Crown Car Care for the finest in automotive service and repair at 772-781-8000. Two locations to serve you, Martin Highway in Palm City and Cove Road in Stewart, 772 with any business, the most valuable asset are the people and the teams, no matter how small or large the organization. Hi, I'm Catherine Colhane, Associate Director for the Florida SBDC at Indian River State College. Let us help your organization turbocharge your team. As a certified driving forces analyst, I will help management work more effectively with your people, increase and improve communication, reduce conflict and stress, better understand strengths and weaknesses so that your people are properly aligned in their jobs. Hire the right people. Let the Florida SBDC at IRSC transform your company using a customized assessment system, knowledge, and resources. Grow and accelerate your organization by turbocharging your team. To get started, contact the Florida SBDC at IRSC. For confidential one-on-one -on -one business consulting at no cost, contact the Florida SBDC at IRSC at 336-6285. Online at irscbiz.com. Taking your business to the next level requires money, and the Florida SBDC at Indian River State College has the expertise and connections to help you acquire your growth capital. Hi, I'm Michael Bernard, business consultant with the Florida SBDC at IRSC. We offer no-cost consulting and low-cost training to help you prepare and obtain financing. Whether you're looking for a traditional bank loan, government-backed loan, or a loan provided by an alternative lender, we have the tools, expertise, and resources to help you obtain the financing needed to succeed. While Florida SBDCs do not loan money or administer grants, our consultants maintain valuable relationships with local lenders and understand their lending requirements. Our certified business consultants, many of whom are former bankers and business owners, will provide confidential assistance to help guide you through the process of securing the right source of capital for your business. For one-on-one -on -one business consulting at no cost, contact the Florida SBDC at IRSC at 336-6285, online at irscbiz.com. You're listening to the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie on Martin County's Heritage Station, AM 1450 WSTU. Now let's get back to the program with Evan and Bonnie. This is not headline news. Ed Sheeran tested positive for COVID-19. Ed says he's feeling okay, but he'll take things very gingerly. <laughs> Kristen Stewart says she's only starred in, quote, five really good films. They are few and far between. You know, just like her and smiles. 
Stu Billet, the man who created the People's Court, has died. Though he'll be remembered each time an unhinged cat lady goes on a deranged rant over her grandson refusing to return her favorite waffle iron. And the most wanted drug kingpin in Colombia has been captured. In tomorrow's news, the most wanted drug kingpin in Colombia has escaped. This is not headline news. From not headline news, we go to the stupid stuff. And now it's time for Stupid News. It's so stupid and awesome. Where we ask the important questions. Are some people too stupid to live? Why are people so stupid? Oh, yeah, there's that music. There's that music, Bonnie, that tells us we're going to Missouri. All right. For our first story this morning. The show me state. The show me state. So show us, Evan. Excuse me? <laughs> not on the radio. It's show and tell. I got right? a camera over here. I know you're telling. I'm not doing any show and tell show. on the radio. <laughs> no, I'll tell, but I won't show. <laughs> a 38 year old man in Missouri named James Kurtz was trying to sell a catalytic converter on Facebook Marketplace last week. But in the background of the photo, there was a giant bag of meth. Along with no, a syringe. No way. Yes. Uh, this can come nicely along with your catalytic converter. Yeah. <laughs> well, a Facebook user tipped off police, and they raided James's place last Wednesday and seized the meth and a 38 caliber pistol. So somebody saw it on Facebook, and yep. and they told. They yep. told on him. They told on him. It, I he guess had, it is show and tell yes. this morning. <laughs> yes, it is. He had previous felony convictions. So he can't have guns. And by the way, James was asked about the photo, and he said he didn't realize the meth in the syringe was in the picture. <laughs> he was charged with drug trafficking and unlawful possession of a weapon. He should probably, right after this, go and take an observancy class. Yeah. you got to be more cognizant of your surroundings. Yeah. Especially when you're taking pictures of things and <laughs> putting them on Facebook for yeah. sale. Leave your syringes and meth out of the photo. He was probably so quick to want to sell that catalytic converter that, yeah. oh, well, uh, there's a little bit of that meth back there. Oh, this picture is going up anyway. Yeah. Here's a bonus. You'll get the syringe at no extra charge. Yep. Oh, boy. Only in Missouri can you find stuff like that. Um, let's go to McDonald's, where a McDonald's customer... Uh, the McDonald's customer who called in a bomb threat to an Iowa restaurant because he did not receive dipping sauces oh, with his 30-piece chicken McNugget order. You know, people got to get over it. He uh, pleaded guilty yeah. to the harassment charge, according to court records. Robert Golwitzer, who's 42 years old, last week accepted a misdemeanor count in connection with a bizarre incident that happened all the way back in June involving a McDonald's near his home in Des Moines, Iowa. Uh, Goldwitzer was sentenced to 12 months probation and fined $430 during a September 23rd court hearing. According to the police report, a McDonald's assistant manager told police that a man who called the restaurant was irate due to the fact that he had requested 30 chicken nuggets and received no dipping sauce. Well, you know, I would be a little bit irate 
at this point, too. I was all mm-hmm. of a sudden, well, I do rag on this guy for calling in a bomb threat. You're not yeah. going to go to that extreme. Yeah. But now I can see on the side of somebody getting mean and ornery. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's only common sense that you have this huge order mm-hmm. of 32 McNuggets with no dipping sauce. Mm-hmm. Um, that would cause a stir with me, too. Yeah, it would cause a stir with me, not to the fact that I call a bomb threat in. No. But oh, I, I, would, no. I would call the restaurant, and I'd gripe that... Hey, I, I got no dipping sauce. But then again, here's the other question, Bonnie, and, and coming just to a little bit of defense for McDonald's, just a little. Did the cashier who took the order ask, would you like any sauce with your McNuggets? Because how is that cashier going to know, well, do they want barbecue or do they want sweet and sour? Do they want ranch? There's so many dipping sauces so maybe they're trying to keep the cost down by not throwing all the dipping sauce in. It Who knows? could be. It could be. I mean, but just I'm. Just, that's um, cheap. Know. That's cheap thing to do for management yeah. if you're gonna, you know, give a guy yeah. that many McNuggets yeah. without at least putting in some sauce. I would have asked the guy. I would have asked the guy at the window when they got the food that um, if. They want a dipping sauce. You want sauce. some sauce with yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, I would have, as a courtesy, I would have said. And then if he said no, then if he calls in and says he got no dipping sauce, yeah. well, he wouldn't have a leg to stand on. But it's only common sense to give him some sauce or at least yeah. ask. Yeah, exactly. Hi, good morning. You're on the radio. It's Bomb City Charlie. Hey, he Charlie. said, is it all for you, sir? <laughs> I mean, this is a little too much for one person. This is true. Maybe you would be feeling you know, hungry. And, and dipping sauce may have a lot of calories. You never know, Evan. This is true, yeah. Charlie. This is true. Uh, I know. Hey, uh, Charlie, you know, if you watch us on our Facebook page, you notice um, that as I'm sitting, um, I have slimmed down. So I just well, want to I'm going to be seeing you. When? In, uh, not this Thursday, but the following. Oh, you're coming in studio again? Well, I'm a guest host. Wow. Mar- Marla and me and my buddy. Yeah. So you and you and the lovely young lady are going to be here together in yes, the studio. Oh boy, that's going to be one heck of a show. It's going to be a rocking and rolling show. Oh wow! All right, Palm City Charlie on the ones and the twos. All right, well, very good. You know, and that attractive young lady, Marla. Marla. Oh yes, that's Denny's. Yep. Uh, that's Denny's. Uh, I know good friend. Denny's taken with that young lady. Well, they're just friends. That's all they are. I know. I mean, they're close friends. Yes, yeah. they're friends. They're friends. But, no friends yeah. with benefits. Just friends. So how you doing on your diet? I'm good? actually doing really good. I'm holding. You know, I'm holding my own. I've lost weight. He's I'm, looking I'm good. Slim and trim. Yeah, you're looking. You're looking lean. I've gone from he's, a seven X to a two X. Oh yeah, I, I know. I keep forgetting I, that he's married. I, you know, I, I, he's, he's an attractive man. She Very can tall. say she she can say you know she can say what she wants and I don't take it the wrong way and I can say Fine. you are right tall, Evan. How you. tall are you? Six foot one. Yeah. Lean That's and mean. Too tall. Too darn tall. Yeah, six you foot one. You got to give me a couple of inches of that, you know. Now I'm not talking about that. Just you know, I need some more height. Yeah, of course. I'm height. I'm, I'm vertically challenged. We saw That's you okay. here. I thought you were a fine height. Yeah, you're, you're what five eight, well, five I'm ten. A great height for me. What are you five eight, you know? five ten? I can't change it. You know. My, right. I think it my is dad what was it is. five eight. All right. Average. We're all part of average Team height. America. Let's right. do a hoo ha. All right, let's do a hoo ha. 
Anyway, I gotta read. I gotta read my last uh, stupid news story All before right. I get to the stupid real stuff. News. Goodbye. All right, buddy. Take care. All right, bye bye now. Uh, we're gonna go to Pelham, New Hampshire, for this final story, and I'm gonna dedicate this story to Palm City Charlie. Uh, yeah. I haven't even read it. it yet, so I have no <laughs> idea what it pertains to. But this is for Palm City okay. Charlie in Pelham, New Hampshire. 51 year old Joseph Walter was arrested. <laughs> For alleged drunk driving. Why did I dedicate this to him before I read it? All right. So because anyway, you didn't pre-read. Yeah, it I know. Oh well. Now it's but too late. I know Charlie has a good sense of humor, so he knows no harm done. Anyway, 51-year-old Joseph Walter was arrested for alleged drunk driving, but at least he made it easy for the police by crashing his car just a few steps from the Pelham Police Department. <laughs> drunk oh boy. driving. Oh Crashed boy. right down the street from the police department. Uh, around two o'clock in the morning, officers inside the police station heard a loud crash. When the sergeant walked outside, they found Walter trying to drive away from the crash site in his pickup truck. Police determined that he had driven off the road for, from the traffic circle, hit a road sign, driven across the grass of Village mm. Green, slammed into a tree and a rock, wow. and then into the police station. <laughs> right Walter, into the police who was station. yes, and Walter, who was not hurt, was arrested and charged with driving under the influence. Evan, I heard another really recent stupid one All on right, my please, way in this please morning. Please enlighten me. A guy from Wyoming was uh, caught drunk. He was in a crash, too. Like uh, He crashed into some sort of tree, mm-hmm. and he blamed it on his four-year-old. His four-year-old. He actually uh, blamed it on that he had the four-year-old on his lap during it and the four-year-old was, was driving doing the driving oh my god are you serious deputies didn't fall for it wow wow but i guess more more st- stupid people in the news yeah um yeah um it just it's just it just it, it never <laughs> it, it never ends wow please do not put a four-year-old on your lap Attention drivers, do not put a four-year-old on your lap. Thank you. And blame him for your DUI. Hey, that's my new uh, my new megaphone voice. I like it. You like that? Yeah. That's, you like that? Yeah, that's good. Attention Palm City Charlie, turn your radio up. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get to the news brought to you by St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. And Bonnie is standing by with the headlines. Good morning, Bonnie. Good morning. Help for small businesses crippled by COVID-19 could be coming to the city of Port St. Lucie. WPTV's Derek Lowe has more. City leaders say that the application process with the State Department of Economic Opportunity is very competitive, but if approved, could help dozens of city businesses. For business owners like Lorraine Panazzo. Plie, Jazz, plie, plie, plie. Watch your hips, your right hip turn out. The first round of small business assistance awarded in 2020 was vital in making sure the show goes on. <sighs> I really thought I was going to lose it for a while, lose the business. There was a good period where I was like, I don't think I'm going to make it. Her dance studio shut down for months. Students forced to learn ballet on Zoom. She says she received a $7,500 grant from St. Lucie County that helped her passion survive. I was in here by myself. I have to say it was very sad. I would leave crying pretty much every night because they were, I'm all alone in here. No noise. I love the noise. Although we do understand that we're in a recovery mode, there still are a lot of businesses that probably aren't where they were prior to the pandemic. 
Tonight, Port St. Lucie city leaders finalized their application for $1.5 million to help small businesses. If approved, it would be the first time COVID assistance would be distributed at the city level rather than the county. Providing grants up to $25,000 for those businesses that were impacted. And again, when we say impacted, the general rule of thumb is you know between 2019 and 2020 uh, to show a loss in, in revenue. In order to apply, businesses will need to be located in low to moderate income areas or have a low to moderate household income. It could go towards payroll, it could go towards rent, it could go towards any, um, actually it could go towards pretty much any losses due to COVID. City leaders say they will submit the application by the deadline of November 1st. They say that they expect to hear back within a matter of weeks. In Port St. Lucie, I'm Derek Lowe, WPTV News Channel 5. A Martin County narcotics detective has resigned following a criminal investigation into sexual assault accusations. WPTV's Megan McRoberts with the story. For this to happen, on my watch is extremely embarrassing. I'm extremely saddened by it. Martin County Sheriff William Snyder says one of his narcotics detectives, Michael Oliver, has resigned from the sheriff's office after almost 10 years with the agency. His overall evaluations have always been good. That's why this is so uh, inexplicable. Snyder says they got a call in June from the ex-boyfriend of a confidential informant who claimed Oliver sexually assaulted the informant, though she didn't initially want to report it. Snyder says he asked neighboring St. Lucie County to investigate. In these documents, Detectives say the woman told detectives that Oliver texted her early one morning in late April saying he wanted to come over and talk to her. She thought she might be in legal trouble because she was already working off criminal charges by being an informant. Documents say Oliver looked around the house with her children there, then asked to show her something outside by his truck where she claimed he sexually assaulted her and that she even honked the horn to get her children's attention to make the alleged assault stop. Documents say Oliver deleted texts and phone records from that night and lied to detectives about being at her home. GPS records tracked him there. St. Lucie County wanted to arrest Oliver, but the state attorney's office denied a warrant, in part saying because of her seven-time felony record, an abundance of evidence was needed. There was no DNA evidence, no witness testimony of a sexual battery, no video evidence or a confession. Snyder says because Oliver resigned, the sheriff's office can't do an internal investigation. The fact that we didn't get a chance to do our own internal affairs investigation and, and, and fully get into it is somewhat disheartening. Sider says it's likely he would have been fired for being alone with a confidential informant, a policy violation. Snyder also says he worked with the state attorney's office to review Oliver's investigations, deciding to drop roughly 40 drug cases where Oliver was a lead detective and his word and integrity were critical. The cases that we dropped were serious cases. They were felony cases. We, we don't like to do that. We don't want dangerous drugs on our streets. Megan McRoberts, WPTV, News Channel 5. Florida's Surgeon General is being criticized for refusing to wear a face covering when visiting the office of State Senator Tina Polsky. She is undergoing radiation treatment for breast cancer and asked Joseph Ladapo to leave her office when he would not wear a mask. State Senator Chevron Jones says the issue boils down to respect. If someone, based on someone's comfortability, if they want you to have a mask on around them, just put your mask on. Senate President Wilton Simpson calls Ladapo's conduct unprofessional. 
In Port St. Lucie, Warehomes Precision of Miami could build a commerce park in Southern Grove if the city agrees to sell the land for roughly $6 million. The city council, in its role as the General Finance Corporation, was expected to vote on the sale agreement Monday. The commerce park could consist of up to 414,000 square feet for industrial use and or up to 276,000 square feet for research and development, office space, or retail. Under the agreement, Warehomes Precision would buy 25 acres west of Interstate 95, east of Village Parkway, and south of Discovery Way. The $6 million price tag is $1 million more than the county property appraiser's $5 million assessed value. British pop star Ed Sheeran said Sunday he has tested positive for COVID-19 and will do interviews and performances from his house while he self-isolates. Sheeran, age 30, broke the news on social media days before his new studio album is due out. Lastly, SpaceX's Crew-3 mission is scheduled to launch from Kennedy Space Center early Sunday morning. Three NASA astronauts and one from the European Space Agency will arrive at at Cape Canaveral today. The Houston Astros are sticking to a theme they've mastered since returning to the national stage after their sign-stealing scandal came to light in 2019. They're not out to prove anything except that they're the best team in baseball. They're going to get a chance to prove that tonight when they take on the Atlanta Braves in Game 1 of the World Series. Astros owner Jim Crane admits that the scandal is in front of them on a daily basis, but winning this year could help put the negativity behind them. As for the players, they're fine with just sticking together and letting things play out. Uh, Here of Game 1 of the World Series tonight, uh, by the way, on our sister station, WPSL AM. 1590. Our news time at 7.54 and we'll have weather and traffic together coming up next. The first time I stepped into St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins, I figured it would just be one of my many stops on my road to the perfect engagement ring. My fiance means the world to me, so I wanted something extra special. I found a huge selection of engagement rings at great prices, and my worry about finding the perfect engagement ring was quickly replaced with exceptional customer service. St. Lucie Jewelry's over 400 five-star reviews really told the story. I finally picked a ring, and it was perfect. She was floored, and then the tears came. Hi, this is Hawk Levy, owner of St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins. We're now celebrating 26 years, voted best diamond dealers, best jewelry buyers, and best jeweler year after year. Come celebrate with us in opening our third location at 1335 St. Lucie West Boulevard. We invite you to take a tour of our competition, but then come see us last. right now on the Get Up and Go Show. It's time for Traffic and Weather Together. Here's Bonnie. I-95 southbound. There is an accident. Hope Sound area at mile marker 97. This is southbound. There's not any roadblock. And we did see all of those northbound lanes on the turnpike in Port St. Lucie closed this morning due to the vehicle fire. All of those lanes are currently reopened. There's your latest look at traffic. And we do have 76 Palm City. 
Pine Bluff, Arkansas this morning, 54. Here's our weather at WPTV. Finally clearing out and see a lot of sunshine today, but hot and humid. High temperatures up near 90 degrees. Heat indices up into the upper 90s. Cold front moves through a lot less humid tomorrow. Highs in the mid-80s than a stronger cold front coming by the end of the week. That will bring some strong storms with it, but also some very fall-like weather. Much cooler for Halloween weekend. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist James Wheeland on WSTU AM 1450, Martin County's Heritage Station. Treasure Coast Solutions, a community service program designed to provide information you can use, a local perspective on national issues, local solutions to meet your individual concerns. At our firm, we believe that information is knowledge, and with knowledge comes the power to have a positive impact on our lives, businesses, schools, and community. If you would like one of our professionals to address your personal financial or business concerns, please give us a call to set up an appointment at 220-3380. The Stewart Air Show is back November 12th through 14th at Martin County Airport. Bring the family to see the aerobatic Red Bull helicopter and the fastest semi-truck in the world racing a plane. Hear the sound of freedom when our military jets fly by. Be sure to check out their Twilight Show and the Dirty Flight Suit Party November 12th. See spectacular pyrotechnic displays and enjoy live entertainment on the ground. The Stewart Air Show is back. Tickets and show information at stewartairshow.com. The Slam Body Laser Spa, the wait is over. What are you waiting for? Call the Slim Body Laser Spa in Stewart today and start losing inches today. That's right, lose belly fat, your double chin, flabby thighs, upper arm fat. Well, you get the picture. In a short series of laser-assisted weight loss treatments, you can lose inches of unwanted fat. Call 223-5885. The Slam Body Laser Spa, the wait is over. Weight, feel great, and look fantastic with a little help from Dr. Fred J. Razakar of Slim Body Laser Spa, East Ocean Boulevard in Stewart. And they're online. Visit their website, slimbodylaser.com. In a few short treatments, you'll see results. Lose three, six, even nine inches of unwanted belly fat. The wait is over. Call today, 223 5885. That's 223 5885. The Slim Body Laser Spa, the wait is over. For more than 30 years, European Kitchen and Bath has been providing the highest quality kitchen and bath products to their customers on the Treasure Coast. Designer fixtures and quality products at affordable prices. So whatever you need, a new sink and faucet to upgrade your current kitchen or bath, or if you're planning a full 100% makeover, European Kitchen and Bath will help you from start to finish. European Kitchen and Bath, serving the entire Treasure Coast. Visit their website, europeansink.com. You're listening to WSTU Stewart. Anthony Fox News. The FDA is today considering Pfizer's COVID vaccine for younger children. Fox's Evan Brown has more live. 
Yeah, Dave, the FDA's Vaccine and Related Biological Products Advisory Committee will be reviewing the data from Pfizer and BioNTech, which states children ages 5 to 11 acquired immune protection against coronavirus when receiving a lower dose of their vaccine. That pediatric version is about as third as potent as their adult vaccine. It is still a double dose given three weeks apart. The FDA's own analysis made public Friday does show a small risk of heart inflammation among test subjects, Dave. Evan Democrats keep negotiating a social spending plan. Moderate Senator Joe Manchin helped cut possibly half from an initial $3.5 trillion price tag. I think that uh, we've got a good understanding of each other now, better than we've ever had. President Biden in New Jersey Monday selling his spending plan, even as Democrats still have not settled on which proposed programs and ways to pay for it have enough support to pass. The frenzy of activity up against the clock just days before the president meets with foreign leaders in Italy and Scotland, where he hoped to have a legislative achievement in his back pocket. Fox's Jackie Heinrich. Today, the president will have a virtual summit with leaders of 10 Southeast Asian nations, backed by a $100 million initiative aimed at improving the U.S. relationship with them. A mall will be closed in Boise, Idaho today. The day after shooting, sent scared shoppers running. The gunman killed two people, wounded four more, including a cop when police tracked him down. There was a change in gunfire that ensued shortly thereafter, uh, resulting in the officer's injury. Boise Police Chief Ryan Lee, the injured officers out of the hospital. The gunman was also shot and is in critical condition. A few weeks ago, it was Facebook in the spotlight at a Senate hearing into concerns about child safety online. This morning, the focus will be on Snapchat, TikTok, and YouTube and user safety. America's listening to Fox News. I struggled with symptoms like frequent gas and stomach pain for years. I was bloated all the time with daily diarrhea. At first, I thought it was what I was eating. I kept thinking it was stomach issues. So I did my research and talked to my doctor, and we finally uncovered the truth. It, it was, was actually EPI. Exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI, is a condition where your pancreas is unable to help break down your food. It can lead to symptoms like diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, unexplained weight loss, and oily stools. And EPI symptoms can be confused with those of other common digestive conditions, like irritable bowel syndrome, Crohn's, and celiac disease. So getting to the right diagnosis meant being more open with my doctor about the severity of my symptoms and how often they were happening. But there's good news. EPI is manageable, so don't wait any longer. Use the symptom checker at identifyepi.com and schedule a visit or call with your doctor to ask, Could, Could I, I have, have EPI? EPI? Sponsored by AbbVie. A week before Election Day, President Biden will go to Virginia to stump for Terry McAuliffe, who's running for governor in what polls show is a dead heat with Republican Glenn Youngkin. On Monday, Virginia's Democratic nominee for governor, Terry McAuliffe, accepted the endorsement of the Virginia Beach African American Political Action Council. We need a governor who's going to be open and welcoming, job creator, record investment in education. That's why I'm running. Well, later in the day, there was a bit of a Twitter spat between McAuliffe and his Republican opponent, Glenn Youngkin, over the debate about what is taught in school. McAuliffe accused Youngkin of focusing on silencing black authors and called it a Trumpian dog whistle. Youngkin fired back that such an accusation was beneath McAuliffe to make and refuted him with a screenshot of a paragraph from a Washington Post fact check. Jessica Rosenthal, Fox News. A federal judge has given Oklahoma the okay to keep enforcing the death penalty. The judge refusing to issue stays of execution for the men, despite their lawsuits challenging Oklahoma's three-drug lethal injection protocol. Two executions in 2015 went badly, one of them because the state's supplier had provided the wrong drug. But the judge ruled the state's interest in timely enforcement of its judgments cannot be ignored.
Attorneys for the five were headed to the federal appeals court, but time is short for inmate John Grant. He is scheduled to be executed Thursday afternoon for stabbing a prison employee to death with a screwdriver in 1998. Jack Callahan, Fox News. On Wall Street, rising futures suggest another record day is coming, adding to the all-time highs. The Dow and the S&P 500 set yesterday. It's the World Series Game 1 tonight in Houston. The Astros will take on the Atlanta Braves on Monday Night Football. The New Orleans Saints meet the Seattle Seahawks 13-10 with a game-winning field goal kicked with under two minutes left. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. As a family-owned business for over 15 years, Crown Car Care's top priority is to build relationships with customers while keeping their vehicles safe and dependable. Fixing your car right the first time is their passion and mission. Crown has the skilled master mechanics and business know-how that will put a smile on your face without putting a dent in your wallet. Call Crown Car Care for the finest in automotive service and repair at 772-781-8000. Two locations to serve you, Martin Highway in Palm City and Cove Road in Stewart, 772 one eight thousand. Florida real estate is hotter than the weather. Now is a great time to find that dream home. I'm Eileen Simons, Realtor with EXP Realty. Join me for My Dream Home every Monday morning at 10 on WPSL and WSTU. We'll talk about real estate, answer your questions, interview guest experts, have featured listings, and a featured community each week. That's My Dream Home radio show, Mondays at 10 on WPSL and WSTU, or listen on Alexa, Google Home, or on the TuneIn app. A grateful community says congratulations to Nancy Smith for a lifetime of dedication to journalism. From serving as a managing editor of the Stewart News to the president of the Florida Society of Newspaper Editors, you're invited to join Senator Gail Harrell, former Senate President Ken Pruitt, and former Stewart Mayor Joan Jefferson for a fundraising event for the Nancy and Michael Smith Endowed Scholarship. Thursday, October 28th, 5 to 7, Indian River State College, Chastain Campus in Stewart. The scholarship will continue Nancy Smith's contribution to those striving to achieve the American dream. So please join us October 28th at Indian River State College, Martin County, Chastain Campus from 5 to 7. Visit the station website, WPSL.com, WSTU1450.com, and click Nancy Smith for more information. Coming to you live from Stewart, Florida, the greatest little town in the world. It's the award-winning, critically acclaimed Get Up and Go Show on AM 1450 WSTU. You're invited to call the show anytime at 772-220-9788. And now, broadcasting live from their palatial studios, here are your hosts, Evan and Bonnie. Oh, thank you very much, Mr. Announcer. Gladly appreciate you uh, using your wonderful voice for us this morning. Very nice. That's right. It's very, very nice. We're moving from the chambers. You're not getting me out of here, okay? I'm not leaving. Get that cat out of here. There's no cat in the studio right now. And there's nobody else in here but Bonnie and myself. It's 8.08. Mr. Clock would just certify the time. It's now 8.08 a.m. 808. 
is the official time. And when you hear that music, Bonnie, we always know who is going to be here. That's right. Chief Deputy himself. Chief Deputy Mr. John Budensee with a capital M. Good morning, Good morning, sir. Good morning. How are you, Evan and Bonnie? We are wonderful and hope you are doing well this morning, I too, am. sir. I am. You know, Christine couldn't have picked a better topic to talk about this morning because just the other day I was driving down Martin Highway and here's some guy on a crotch rocket doing a wheelie. Oh, man. Yes. What what is up with these motorcycles? Uh, the, you know what the I crashes are up. You know what Bonnie? I you know what I witnessed one time what? too on Bayshore Boulevard. This guy was doing a wheelie on his motorcycle mm-hmm. for a whole duration of I swear it looked like it was two blocks yeah. that that wheelie was going. Yeah. I mean I was amazed at the look. I was like, wow, you got to look. You only could look at it, mm-hmm. but how dangerous. The amount of motorcycle crashes are up. And they cause really serious bodily injury and even death, especially if you're not wearing a helmet. Now, helmets by choice, but I ride one of those little 50cc scooters, and I wear a full a full face helmet. Yeah, I saw. I ain't stupid. I saw a guy riding through the raindrops. It was raining really hard too yeah. on Bayshore. Yeah. And a guy riding a motorbike, but I looked to see if he had yeah. the helmet on at least, and he did. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit, uh, John. Let's talk a little bit about the motorcycle crashes and and Absolutely. things like that, please. Well, for starters, I'm an avid motorcycle rider myself, but I am anti-crashing or getting oneself killed on a motorcycle. Mm-hmm. And I know there's a lot of traffic and there's distracted drivers. So there are some, probably many of those motorcycle crashes wrapped up in our statistics that we're going to talk about today that that probably could not have been avoided by the motorcycle driver. But, but what I think we need to focus on are the ones that could have been avoided. Right now we're at, for the year, we're at 67 motorcycle crashes, uh, 13 involving serious bottle injury and we have two fatalities with one still in a critical condition in the hospital so we've had a bad run of motorcycle crashes this year uh to your point evan and bonnie uh several of them have been those crotch rockets where people were using areas of martin county road like they were flat tracks either wheeling or trying to zigzag through traffic or um just laid it down in turns that they weren't they weren't capable of negotiating. Yeah. And that's kind of our point. Like, you know, motorcycles always lose when they're out here in traffic with cars. It's just the way that it is. And I wish I don't wish bad upon anybody, but I wish I could bring the motorcycle crowd out to look at some of these terrible crashes that we have to work and just say, hey, this is how this ends. Yeah, it's fun, fun riding a wheelie, and I am impressed with some of these guys' athletic talent and coordination to do what they do, but there is a place to do it, and uh, public roadways is not it. My bones and my joints just ache, you know, as uh, you were talking about some of the people in the serious critical condition, how how sore their, how sore their muscles must be, and, um, you know, with things broken and... Oh, it it just uh, made me start to ache. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's frustrating for us 
there's a game out there. I'm sure you've seen the videos where some of the more um, or the guys that perceive themselves as better riders attach video cameras to the back of their bikes. Yeah, the GoPros. Yeah, yeah. They, they want to run from the cops and record it. I mean, that's been that's been going for as long as GoPros have been around. So it's not a new thought. It's not something that everybody hasn't tried before. So as a sheriff's office, we're kind of bored with that. We're not really impressed with that. And these guys are getting themselves wrapped around trees trying to trying to make a good GoPro video. And, you know, we're, we're just trying to wave the flag and say, you know, knock it off. Save yourself from, you know, killing yourself or permanently maiming yourself trying to impress people that, probably don't care anyway if they watch your video yeah it just amazes me like when we're traveling on i-95 or the turnpike and then we see this you know we'll always see once in a while this one individual on a motorcycle just going way too fast and uh, weaving in and out of lanes and going just a nudge ahead of you you know in your lane and then those are the ones that I seriously wonder, you know, are, am I going to see them in an accident up the road? And there's, I've witnessed so many. We've gotten to the point with the sheriff's office, you know, we don't condone people running from us, but most of the time on a motorcycle, they're just running because they committed a traffic violation. So we haven't even been chasing them, and then they still crash down the road. We had one two weeks ago. Uh, one of our deputies spot them on the Roosevelt Bridge come across there wound out and just called it in and our guy spot checked them you know as he would cross through intersection okay he just passed through monterey and canter he made it out to 42nd and um martin highway and planted himself right in the side of a truck oh and I mean, gosh we weren't chasing them we weren't putting any pressure on them so it's rough for us because it's not like we're not trying to get these guys hurt any worse than they're already hurting themselves, but they've got to help themselves out also. And uh, we, we're doing, we're, we're stepping up patrols. We've got that area of Citrus north of Martin Highway that a lot of people in cars and on bikes both treat that as if it's a flat track. It, it's a pretty wide shoulder row with some neat corners, but the problem is there's when you go off the corners or the shoulders of that road, you're in the barbed wire fences and woods, and then you're trying to navigate around regular traffic that's going through there. So while it's fun, it's fun until it's not, because that ends poorly and it ends quickly. What road here in Martin County would you say has the most involvement of motorcycle accidents? Would it be maybe um, Indian River Drive or that road or something? No, Citrus right now seems to be our hot spot for bad crashes. And that's because it's got the reputation of, of the corners and, you know, you can, if you're a good rider, you can really wind it out going through there. And so I've been out there at nighttime. You can hear them coming. I mean, they're, they're, they're just getting it through there. So Citrus is a hot spot. And then along Canter Highway, you know, that's a main, kind of a main corridor from the middle of Stewart out to 95 and, Mm-hmm. and uh, bikers use that a lot. I've been to a couple crashes also where the road widens right in front of Rocky Point. There's been two of them, actually, in the last couple months where they missed the road wide and it hit trees there. Oh, gosh. Bad crash uh, where we're flying these people out. Yeah, because, so, like, if you're hitting, like, westbound on Canner Highway out there, that road uh, tends to get 
like a little more wide open, right? And then where you can pick up the speed a little bit. And that's yeah, probably so they, where, pick, yeah. they pick up the speed a lot. And of course, 95 is always, you know, a hot spot for traffic crashes. And 95 is just strictly because of speed. People just are going way too fast out there. Our our motorcycle accidents up uh, up from last year. How how does it compare with last year's accidents? Um, I don't have the, the full statistics. Our fatalities are about the same as last year. Okay. We're at 67 right now for motorcycle crashes for the year. And but, when you know this isn't yep. new. We've this has been going on for years. We used to have bike night here in the middle of Stewart up at uh, I think it was. Hop Dog Cafe right there, Monterey Canner. Mm-hmm. And we were scraping bikers off the road after that event on a regular basis. And then they shut that restaurant down. Now guys go down into Jupiter on Thursday nights. And like I said, we're not anti-bikes. We're just anti-guys getting themselves maimed or killed on bikes. Right. And what I was going to add is not only, you know, should they watch their speed and be extra cautious on the roadways, but... Um, normal citizens not riding, uh, you know, traveling in their cars or trucks should look out for them too, right? And not be on their cell phones or texting. I well, think... that's that's a huge deal. Those are the those are the ones that I feel the most sorry for the the leisure, you know, Harley rider or Goldwing yeah. rider that's just out having a nice day and someone wasn't paying attention and either pulled in front of them or cut them off in traffic. Thankfully, a lot of the bikes now, you know, they have that running headlight that has bright LED lights, so they're easier to notice. I think those crashes are coming down. But in years past, you know, people just ran over bikes. They pulled out in front of bikes. You see the sign, bikes are everywhere, or pay attention, bikes are everywhere. That's that's for a reason, because people are getting run over unnecessarily. Yep. It's kind of like time to respect one another. It's crazy, because, you know... A lot of people that ride motorcycles, they're very careful, but a lot of people that drive cars also are not respectful to people that are on motorcycles for whatever reason, and they they cut them off and this, that, so it's kind of like... They're they're not thinking. It's just like, you know, if you have this, when I'm riding too, if I have like a huge semi in back of me, I'm not going to slam on my brakes all of a sudden... You know, I'm going to make sure I'm giving room to that semi or as I would give room to that motorcycle rider and let them enjoy their space and give ample space and my timing. Um, I think people just have to be more aware and alert of that when they're on the roads that they're not the only one on the road. Yeah. Well, traffic congestion is not a uh, motorcycle rider's friend. And I have a lot of friends that, that are you know, they're huge riders. They just like to go out into the more rural areas and ride like around Lake Okeechobee and areas that don't have as many cross streets. And I think that does, you know, help them or minimizes their chances of a car pulling in front of them or, or merging onto them in traffic. But those are the ones I feel the most sorry for, the ones that are just out mining all the traffic laws and then someone pulls directly in front of them. And Absolutely. They have it. Is it true, I don't know if it's true in your department, but I've heard other departments that officers are told not to engage in a chase on motorcycles when they get up to really high speeds. Is that is that true? I would assume for a safety reason. Because it is true. Um, motorcycles we, can really 
go much, much faster? Well, yes, it's true. Now, if they committed a violent uh, felony or something that was serious, yes, we would chase them until the wheels fell off, and we would be legal in doing that. Right. But because we know a lot of these guys just think they're – I mean, their bikes are faster than our cars, and they can negotiate through traffic better than us. We've seen this in poorly too many times here at the sheriff's office. Two years ago, one of our deputies uh, turned on a motorcycle that was riding a wheelie. He was in an unmarked car. The guy was riding a wheelie and went past him. And as soon as he went past me, figured out he had just passed a police car. Our deputy turned on his lights. The motorcycle immediately did a U-turn, ran the red light at Canner Highway, and Indian Street there. Our deputy turned his blue lights off, stopped at the red light. But that biker didn't go a quarter mile down the road and crash on the side of a car. He died there. So we have had enough incidents like that where we're like, look, the juice is not worth the squeeze. We're not, you know, most of these guys, this is a game for them. We're not trying to kill somebody at their own game. So we we don't just turn a blind eye to it, but we're not going to run them at 140 mile an hour down US 1. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't blame you. Not uh, 140 miles an hour down the U.S. one. That's kind of ridiculous. But that's third gear for them. That's that's easy for them. Yeah. We're doing it. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's a uh, uh, Chief Deputy John Budenseek with the Martin County Sheriff's Office, uh, giving us an update on uh, what's going on in the Martin County Sheriff's Office, and of course, always educates us as well each and every week on the program. John, always a pleasure. I'm still waiting for you to walk through our doors one of these weeks. Mm-hmm. Well, don't forget, I've done it a couple times, Evan. I know. That's all right. It's been, it's been a while. I'll take my public shaming. I it's, got it. It's, it's been a while. You, you, owe us a vi- you owe us a visit one morning. I'll stop by. All right, buddy. Hey, listen, have Good. a great day. God bless you and your family. All right. Same to you all. all right. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye now. It's time for the Precious Metals Report. It's all brought to you by St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. Gold is opening up at $1,801.60 an ounce, and silver opening up $24.33 an ounce. That's the Precious Metal Support, and of course, it's all brought to you by St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. Jewelry and Coin. The first time I stepped into St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins, I figured it would just be one of my many stops on my road to the perfect engagement ring. My fiancé means the world to me, so I wanted something extra special. I found a huge selection of engagement rings at great prices, and my worry about finding the perfect engagement ring was quickly replaced with exceptional customer service. St. Lucie Jewelry's over 400 five-star reviews really told the story. I finally picked a ring, and it was perfect. She was floored, and then the tears came. Hi. This is Hawk Levy, owner of St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins. We're now celebrating 26 years. Voted best diamond dealers, best jewelry buyers, and best jeweler year after year. Come celebrate with us in opening our third location at 1335 St. Lucie West Boulevard. We invite you to take a tour of our competition, but then come see us last. Eight twenty-three right now in the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for news. Let's get right to the news desk where Bonnie has the morning headlines. Good morning, Bonnie. Good morning, Evan. Florida's economy is roaring back from the pandemic, according to a bullish Governor Ron DeSantis. Uh, according to the U.S. Census Bureau, the number of businesses forming in Florida has increased by thirty-four percent in the first forty-one weeks of twenty twenty-one compared to the first twenty forty-one weeks of twenty twenty. 
Of the 194,000 jobs added nationwide in September, the governor says Florida accounted for 84,000. It looks like Florida's COVID-19 Delta surge is over. Florida Hospital Association President Mary Mayhew says the virus remains a concern, but the summer spike in cases caused by the coronavirus variant has come to an end. And in Martin County, leadership of two Cleveland Clinic Martin Health Hospitals will change next year following the retirement of its former president of 23 years. Cleveland Clinic announced Monday Dr. Rishi Singh was picked to be president of Martin North and South Hospitals starting January 1st, 2022, following the retirement of Robert Lord Jr. Singh specializes in the diagnosis and treatment of eye disorders and previously worked at the main Cleveland Clinic campus in Ohio as a staff physician and ophthalmology professor at its medicine college, according to a news release. Florida Forts limited it in helping backed up supply chains. WPTV's Todd Wilson with more on the story. You know what? We're all seeing the strain on the supply chain, and even Governor DeSantis is offering up Florida ports. But, of course, there's only so much some can do. Sherry Ford says when she's out shopping, it's no longer business as usual, as she's seeing more shortages. I went to Walmart a couple days ago. It was a lot of stuff missing. Like, even the vegetables were just low. You didn't see everything you wanted to see. Ford says she's surprised by the ongoing backlog as companies strategize to meet customers' demands. I knew why it was occurring in 2020. I knew why it was occurring earlier this year. But I'm surprised that in October, heading into November of 2021, that we're still seeing such a shortage that we're seeing. Ford's not alone. I guess I've been a little concerned. A concern that may not be resolved for some time. Experts say shipping backups at major U.S. ports could linger well into 2022. 40% of U.S. imports come through the California ports of Long Beach and Los Angeles. The backups are now so severe that the ports are now open 24-7 looking to reduce the bottleneck, an issue that also has the attention of Governor Ron DeSantis. You see all those ships off the west and east coast of the United States that are backlogged. We have the capacity to alleviate those backlogs. People can reroute ships to Florida. But there could be limits to that help. Locally, we checked with the Port of Palm Beach, but they are limited on the size of the ships. In an email, they shared the following, saying in part, large container ships wouldn't be able to get through the channel, so there is no way for those ships to divert to Port of Palm Beach. Ford says she's staying positive. I have uh, the means to be able to kind of shop at a couple of different stores. Well, experts say that shoppers could feel the pinch this this pinch this holiday season if there are fewer items leading to fewer discounts. Live in Palm Beach County, Todd Wilson, WPTV News Channel 5. A week after the Martin County Tax Collector's Office shut down most services citing a network issue, the tax collector is refusing to elaborate on what happened, when it will be fixed, and when the offices will reopen for business. The office on Wednesday used a Facebook post to acknowledge a technological snag, and Thursday admitted it was impacting functionality of certain systems. Most services have been unavailable since then. The issue appears to have existed since at least October 19. That's when the St. Lucie County Tax Collector's Office learned of the situation and offered to help with Department of Motor Vehicle transactions. On Monday, would-be customers arrived at the Martin County Tax Collector's Office in Stewart and Palm City only to be turned away by employees at the door. Some already were on their second visit, having been turned away last week. Martin County resident Izzy Bristle went to the Stewart office Wednesday to get a new 
ID, he said, but was told the computers weren't working. He returned Monday morning with the same result. I got to wait until I got a day off from work to go to Port St. Lucie, Bristol said. The St. Lucie tax collector is processing DMV services for Martin County residents 2 to 4.30 p.m. for walk-ins and 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. for appointments at its three locations. The parents of Brian Laundrie are said to be mourning the death of their son. Laundrie family attorney Stephen Bertolino tells News Nation Chris and Roberta Laundrie left their Northport home on Sunday and are grieving privately elsewhere in Florida with other family members. The 23-year-old Laundrie is the only person of interest in the homicide of his fiancée, Gabby Petito. His remains were found last week at a Southwest Florida nature reserve, and they've been sent to a forensic anthropologist for further examination following inconclusive autopsy results. I'm Rick Hoschul. And lastly, the coldest air of the season is for to ooze through the Sunshine State late this week, sweeping in low temperatures not seen since early spring and gifting a temporary reprieve from the gummy tropics. A pair of game-worn Michael Jordan sneakers from his rookie season sold for $1.472 million to high-end card collector Nick Fiorella on Sunday during Southby's Icons of Excellence and Haute Luxury auction in Las Vegas, shattering the record for most expensive game-worn footwear. The sneakers were donned in Jordan's fifth NBA game, a 17.5 rebound and five assist outing against the Denver Nuggets. News time is 829. We'll have weather and traffic together next. Have you heard this one? A priest and a rabbi come into this radio station. (laughs) Really, it's a priest and a rabbi. Right here, Friday mornings beginning at 9. Here on WSTU AM 1450. Bring your questions and join their lively conversation with Father Christian from St. Mary's Episcopal Church and Rabbi Matt Durbin from the Temple Beit Hayim. It's a priest and a rabbi. Friday mornings at 9 here on WSTU. 8.30 right now on the Get Up and Go show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for traffic and weather together. Let's take a peek outside the window. What's going on, Bonnie? Well, Evan, traffic is all looking fine right now. Major highways right up to speed. And at the moment, uh, US-1, we're not finding any accidents. If you see something, say something. Always tell us. 220-9788, 220-WSTU. It's 74, partly cloudy in Port St. Lucie. Jensen Beach, we're at 77. Here's more on our forecast at WPTV. Finally clearing out and see a lot of sunshine today, but hot and humid. High temperatures up near 90 degrees. Heat in the seas up into the upper 90s. Cold front moves through a lot less humid tomorrow. Highs in the mid-80s, then a stronger cold front coming by the end of the week. That will bring some strong storms with it, but also some very fall-like weather. Much cooler for Halloween weekend. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist James Wheeland on WSTU AM 1450, Martin County's Heritage Station.
No hype, just facts. I'm Casey, and I invite you to tune into the Casey Ingram Show at my new time, Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Hear from community leaders, learn about some of our great nonprofit organizations, get the latest updates from our elected officials, and meet the candidates. Even rock and roll legends have joined the show from time to time. I'm conservative but not divisive, bringing you the talk of the community. It is a fun and interesting hour beginning at 10 a.m. every Wednesday on WSTU AM 1450 and Facebook Live at the Casey Ingram Show. Sometimes ordinary tasks can become extraordinary feats. With back, neck, or shoulder pain, that's why there's the Joint Chiropractic. As the official chiropractor of the University of Miami Hurricanes, the Joint Chiropractic helps keep people moving through everyday life and beyond. You never need an appointment or insurance, and we're open evenings and weekends. Keep moving. Come see our newest location in Port St. Lucie for a free exam, consultation, and adjustment through Saturday. Visit thejoint.com for details. Are you an entrepreneur or business owner along the Treasure Coast? Well, then you should be tuning in to Small Biz Florida from the Florida Small Business Development Center at Indian River State College. Hi, I'm Tom Kinder, your host for Small Biz Florida. Entrepreneurs and business owners will learn how the Florida SBDC and IRSC can help you start, grow, and accelerate your business. Monday mornings at 11 on WSTU 1450 and worldwide on WPSLTV.com. Just imagine. Imagine finding a doctor who listens. Imagine a doctor who cares, who takes time to understand you and your lifestyle better. Imagine an entire care team dedicated to helping you live your best life. You don't have to imagine. WellMed is redefining aging with our unique approach to care designed by physicians to help you stay as healthy as possible. Learn more about our recognized model of care at discoverwellmed.com. If you need a new roof, you want a reputable, reliable roofing company to install your new roof. Brilliant Roofing has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. We've been in business for over 15 years, and we're local to the Treasure Coast. We are quick, on time, and never leave your place a mess. All materials we use are top quality and made in the USA. We are trained, certified experts. Give Brilliant Roofing a call today for a free estimate. 772-485-0260. That's 772-485-0260. The Get Up and Go Show would love to hear from you, live on the air. Give them a call at any time. Now let's get back to the program. Here's Evan and Bonnie. Eight thirty-four, right now on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie, and it's now time for Randy Siegel, Captain Randy Siegel. Earth to Captain Randy Siegel, come in, please. General, we hear you loud and clear. Thank you very much. Roger, over, out. Randy Siegel, it's your turn. Go for liftoff. We are ready because we did have the final test flight of the space shuttle. Enterprise from a 747. Yep, that's when NASA launched it on top of a 747, and the vehicle had a landing that took place to test to make sure it could land properly. The two astronauts who flew that mission in 1977 were Fred Hayes and Gordon Fullerton. Well, Fred Hayes was supposed to fly on board the shuttle that was going to be retrieving or moving up higher in orbit, the Skylab space station. However, the mission was delayed, 
Skylab re-entered the Earth's atmosphere, and Fred Hayes left the space agency because they didn't have that mission take place. Well, let's give you a quick primer on the names of the SpaceX spacecrafts. We have the Crew Dragon Endeavor, which is on the launch pad getting ready for launch to take place on the 31st. We have, that was Endurance is on the pad, excuse me. Endeavor is currently in orbit with the astronauts, and Resilience is being worked on currently and will be going into space. Resilience is a new capsule that will be flying for the first time. Tomorrow we'll see the Falcon 9 rocket that is on the launch pad scheduled for that October 31st launch at 2.21 a.m. in the morning being static fired. So the hope is that static firing will go well and the astronauts can launch if the weather cooperates on the 31st. It'll place into orbit four new astronauts, Rajah Shari, Thomas Marshburn, Kayla Barron, and European Space Agency astronaut Matthias Moore. They will join Shane Kimbra, Megan MacArthur, Akihiko Hoshide, and Thomas Pasqua in orbit. And there'll be a short handover period, and then they will return in early January. Bill Gerstenmeyer, who is the vice president of building and flight reliability, has said that there may be a delay in the next flight to go into space for the shuttle, for the Dragon. And why would that be? Because of a toilet problem. Yep, you heard me right. There seems to be a slight problem under the floor of the Dragon spacecraft where a pipe may be disconnecting or coming unglued that carries urine into a storage tank. And as a result, the urine tends to pool underneath the floorboard, so to speak. Well, they're trying to make sure that that will not occur in orbit, and that is one of the unclosed-out items that they're concerned about on that vehicle. They found out that the, in, that the spacecraft that's currently in orbit has a similar problem. There seems to be the water leak or urine leak that's there. It poses no danger to the astronauts, but it certainly is a problem. China has said that they are not concerned about the solar conjunction that took place, whereby you have the Earth, the Sun, and Mars lined up in a row. This causes a loss of signal from Earth to Mars. Well, that is now ending, and as a result of that, the Chinese were saying that they are still able to control their rover on the Red Planet. The Mars rover, Zorang, has now continued to do its work after being well protected. It appears that the Chinese have spent a lot of time thinking about this problem of not getting the energy or the communications and have designed a system that will protect their vehicle. It's a pretty advanced and sophisticated system, 
but we applaud the Chinese for taking care of it. Russia has been speaking about a problem they found with quail embryos in space. It appears that the quail embryos that were launched into space did not adapt very well to weightlessness. As a result, there were less hatching hatchlings than they originally thought they would get. So now they intend to repeat that experiment in 2022 on board the International Space Station. The biggest problem that you have is that the quail eggs are a good indication of what would happen on future flights to Mars or other planetary bodies. So we'll watch that experiment for you. The Progress MS-21 cargo ship has been delivered to the Bakunur Cosmodrome and will fly to the International Space Station. Progress MS-18 is now ready for its launch to take place before the end of November. They intend to launch this vehicle, actually it will launch before the end of October, to the International Space Station, bringing new supplies for the crew on board. Dmitry Rogozin, who is the general director of Rusa Cosmos, said during the international meeting taking place in Dubai that Russia said that they are confident that with all the experience that the crew Dragon vehicle has, that they're now ready to send a cosmonaut on board one of the crewed Dragons. There is the possibility that a member from Russia will be added to the, one of the crews taking flight next year. The 72nd International Astronomical Conference has just opened in Dubai and will continue for several days. It's at this conference that we learn a whole lot about what's going on around the world with different organizations doing different things. We just learned from the conference that an industrial group led by Blue Origins and Sierra Space that includes a bunch of other companies is planning on placing into orbit a module known as Orbital Reef. It's a space station that will host crews and payloads in the latter half of the 2020s. It will allow for a transition from the International Space Station before it retires. This is a modular approach that would allow different vehicles to launch to the station. It's envisioned by Blue Origins that their new Glen rocket, which is under development, will also work with Sierra Space, which is hoping to use its Dream Chaser cargo space plane with a crewed version to go to that station. So a lot is going on with that. Tomorrow we're going to tell you about the Perseverance rover and Ingenuity flying on Mars 
as well as what the Firefly Company wants to do with the moon. So until then, have a great day, everybody. That's Randy Siegel with the Space Report. Captain Randy Siegel, I should say. And he's on the program each and every weekday at this time, giving us the latest and greatest all things pertaining to NASA. And, of course, you know when you hear this music, it makes you hungry, it makes you cheery, it puts you in a good mood because there's no better place to be than Ellie's Downtown Deli right in Stewart, Florida, Bonnie. Yes, that's right, Evan. And, you know, Chef Mark will have the uh, Western Burger today. And, wow, this is a tasty burger with corn-dusted Kaiser roll topped with blackened Angus burger. Barbecue sauce has bacon on it, sautéed onions, and pepper jack cheese. Serve with your choice of a side, you know, a side of delicious chilled potato salad straight from Ellie's Downtown Deli. Uh, That would make an amazing lunch. Ellie's Downtown Deli has a full menu available for takeout, plus their fabulous desserts as well. They have a full-service deli with dining inside and out. Have them cater your next event. Call 772-781-6605 to order and pick up today. They're located 18 Southeast 6th Street, just off Colorado in Stewart. Call 772-781-6605. Ellie's Downtown Deli in Stewart. You know, Bonnie, it's kind of like torture. Every time you talk about Ellie's Downtown Deli, (laughs) it's food so good. Time now is 845 on the Get Up and Go show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for news once again, all brought to you by St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. Bonnie is standing by with the morning headlines. Good morning, Bonnie. Good morning once again. Help for small businesses crippled by COVID-19 could be coming to the city of Port St. Lucie. WPTV's Derek Lowe with more. City leaders say that the application process with the State Department of Economic Opportunity is very competitive, but if approved, could help dozens of city businesses. For business owners like Lorraine Panazzo, plie, jazz, plie, plie, plie. Watch your hips, your right hip turn out. The first round of small business assistance awarded in 2020 was vital in making sure the show goes on. <sighs> I really thought I was going to lose it for a while, lose the business. There was a good period where I was like, I don't think I'm going to make it. Her dance studio shut down for months. Students forced to learn ballet on Zoom. She says she received a $7,500 grant from St. Lucie County that helped her passion survive. I was in here by myself. I have to say it was very sad. I would leave crying pretty much every night because they were, I'm all alone in here. No noise. I love the noise. Although we do understand that we're in a recovery mode, there still are a lot of businesses that probably aren't where they were prior to the pandemic. Tonight, Port St. Lucie city leaders finalized their application for $1.5 million to help small businesses. If approved, it would be the first time COVID assistance would be distributed at the city level rather than the county. Providing grants up to $25,000 for those businesses that are impacted. And again, when we say impacted, the general rule of thumb is you know between 2019 and 2020 uh, to show a loss in, in revenue. In order to apply, businesses will need to be located in low to moderate income areas or have a low to moderate household income. It could go towards payroll, it could go towards rent, it could go towards any, um, actually it could go towards pretty much any losses due to COVID. City leaders say they will submit the application by the deadline of November 1st. They say that they expect to hear back within a matter of weeks. In Port St. Lucie, I'm Derek Lowe, WPTV 
News Channel 5. Fort Pierce Utilities Authority crews are working to repair a water main break near Midway Road. Once the water is restored, FPUA is issuing a precautionary boil water notice for customers within the following boundaries. Uh, North Midway Road, South Seeger Avenue, East Regina Drive, West Palmetto Drive. All water customers within those boundaries should be boiling their water and continue to do so until notified otherwise. For updates to the notice, visit fpua.com or the FPUA Facebook page. Affordable housing in the Sunshine State is being talked about a lot this year. Reports from sites like Realtor.com show South Florida has the third fastest growing rental market in the country. The price for rentals are up 27% from last year. WPTV's Arthur Mondale with details. Yes, basically. There's an order to this. It doesn't always work. We're in Stewart, the sailfish capital of the world, at the home of Gail Harvey. Who isn't packing for a trip to the pier, she's tending to less spoken business. I've had several people call me and say, my rent's just gone up $600. I can't pay it anymore. I'm going to be homeless. Crisis calls. She and other members of the nonprofit Tent City Helpers respond to every Monday. It's sad that this is an option even. Harvey and her team go under bridges, behind stores and other public spaces, distributing supplies and homeless resource information. There are people out there that are working their butts off and trying to make a living without a shower, living in their car, trying to find you know, a way to make it without housing. So there's a lot of hardworking people out there. People like Christiane Nicole Taylor who works full-time as a prep cook at a Martin County restaurant. We're causing mayhem is what they think, and we're not. There's nowhere else for us to go. We met Taylor when she was off the clock. When she's working, her day starts at 5 a.m. in a public park. So this is the only bathroom that's over for 24-7. And I have to ask them to use the bathroom. That way I'm not being rude or they think I'm doing something weird in there. That's just one daily hurdle. She also carries everything she owns in this camouflage duffel. Blankets, pillows. This is what I got to carry around every day. And now you have people who actually are employed that are homeless, which is, which, that's a big red flag, that if you have people who are employed yet cannot afford to live or rent in your community, that's a big red flag. Economist Tom Essay says it's a big red flag that should ignite collaboration between policymakers, builders, and developers. Sites like Zumper show the average rent for a one-bedroom in Stewart increased by 26% over the last year to 1400 The policymakers have to get together with the builders and with the developers and say we have, we have to try and, and tackle this crisis uh, and find a way where we can prevent you know, essentially a California-style mess because that's, that's exactly what happened is they ignored the problem. Housing prices continue to skyrocket. Phenomenal. Rents are very high, and even rents that before were affordable are no longer affordable. We met with Martin County's Human Services Administrator and her staff to learn what's being done, who's most at risk, and what they're hearing from the working homeless. I think it's a lot more because people are now calling us saying, you know, I'm getting evicted because my landlord's selling my place. I have nowhere to go. I don't have a savings. I, you know, so there's a new population that they were settled and they were okay in the unit they were in and their rent was reasonable. But now because of what's going on with real estate and rentals in this area, 
people are being, you know, the landlords are selling the places and they're out on the street and they can't find another unit. Michelle Miller and Terry Ellis say the county is assisting more priced out working families, seniors on fixed incomes and working aged adults with disabilities. Again, where are they going to get something for $900, even like one bedroom in Stewart? It doesn't exist. As a case manager, Ellis works with the people in transition, providing HUD's housing choice vouchers that they can apply to a unit they find. Things are changing. Things are changing. Things are changing. Yeah. Ellis calls it a large team effort to find affordable housing in 2021. And amid the uptick in people who need it, the county welcomes more landlords willing to work with their neighbors both near and far. A landlord or someone who has units to rent, um, you know, call. Call us. They're out here for a reason. And Stuart, Arthur Mondale, WPTV News Channel 5. And lastly, it looks like Florida's COVID-19 Delta surge is over. Florida Hospital Association President Mary Mayhew says the virus remains a concern, but the summer spike in cases caused by the coronavirus variant has come to an end. The Miami Heat are the latest winners in Florida's NBA rivalry. Last night in Miami, they beat the Magic 107-90. The Heat moved to 2-1 on the young season, while Orlando fell to 1-3. News time 8.53 with weather and traffic together next. stepped into St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins, I figured it would just be one of my many stops on my road to the perfect engagement ring. My fiancé means the world to me, so I wanted something extra special. I found a huge selection of engagement rings at great prices, and my worry about finding the perfect engagement ring was quickly replaced with exceptional customer service. St. Lucie Jewelry's over 400 five-star reviews really told the story. I finally picked a ring, and it was perfect. She was floored. And then the tears came. Hi, this is Hawk Levy, owner of St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins. We're now celebrating 26 years. Voted best diamond dealers, best jewelry buyers, and best jeweler year after year. Come celebrate with us in opening our third location at 1335 St. Lucie West Boulevard. We invite you to take a tour of our competition, but then come see us last. on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for Traffic and Weather Together. Bonnie? We're not finding any accidents, so like if you're just heading out, you're looking at a good ride this morning. All is well on our major highways, and things are looking good, too, on U.S. Highway 1 this morning. There's your latest look at traffic. It's 76 right now in Port St. Lucie and up in Palm Coast, Florida, 73. Here's more on our weather at WPTV. Finally clearing out and see a lot of sunshine today, but hot and humid. High temperatures up near 90 degrees. Heat indices up into the upper 90s. Cold front moves through a lot less humid tomorrow. Highs in the mid-80s than a stronger cold front coming by the end of the week. That will bring some strong storms with it, but also some very fall-like weather. Much cooler for Halloween weekend. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist James Wheeland on WSTU AM 1450, Martin County's Heritage Station. 
business to the next level requires money, and the Florida SBDC at Indian River State College has the expertise and connections to help you acquire your growth capital. Hi, I'm Michael Bernard, business consultant with the Florida SBDC at IRSC. We offer no-cost consulting and low-cost training to help you prepare and obtain financing. Whether you're looking for a traditional bank loan, government-backed loan, or a loan provided by an alternative lender, we have the tools, expertise, and resources to help you obtain the financing needed to succeed. While Florida SBDCs do not loan money or administer grants, our consultants maintain valuable relationships with local lenders and understand their lending requirements. Our certified business consultants, many of whom are former bankers and business owners, will provide confidential assistance to help guide you through the process of securing the right source of capital for your business. For one-on-one business consulting at no cost, contact the Florida SBDC at IRSC. 6285 online at You're listening to the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie on Martin County's Heritage Station, AM 1450 WSTU. Now let's get back to the program with Evan and Bonnie. Oh, the band's not supposed to be playing. Wait a minute, that was the wrong one. There we go. Come on, get it right. Yeah, I know. Shut up, okay? <laughs> <laughs> You're the birthday boy. All right, folks, uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's time for today's top ten list from the birthday boy himself, who's 47 years old. Here's, 48. Oh, 48. I'm sorry. Here's Phil. Get my age right. Good Lord. All right. All right, from the home office of Yeehaw Junction, Florida, perfect for this coming weekend, top ten signs. You're at a lame Halloween party. (laughs) Okay. Top ten signs you're at a lame Halloween party. Number ten, Domino's Pizza Delivery Guy shows up with your pizza and wins best costume. (laughs) I love it. Number nine, when the host runs out of fake blood, he stabs you with a fork. (laughs) That's a good one. Number eight, the scariest thing at the party is the expiration date on the onion dip. (laughs) (laughs) that's a great one all right number seven the only snack is pumpkin innards Mm. okay number six the only entertainment is aarp magazine only 16.99 a year see website for details thank you very much no problem number five bobbing for applesauce Mm. Number four, the only person there is Evan. (laughs) (laughs) Number three, Punch Bowl has unidentifiable chunks in it. Oh, gosh. That just made me very very ill, Phil. (laughs) Number two, it's in the middle of February. And number one, the guy in the Denny Hitachi mask leaves with your wallet. <laughs> and there's your top ten list. Oh my god, that's great. A Denny Artachi mask. A Denny mask. Artachi mask. Fascinating. Yeah. That's a good one. Where okay. can I find that? Yeah. That's a good one. That could be the hot ticket this year. Yeah. It could be. I like that. Denny's a great guy, man. He really oh, is. Yeah. Great musician. We he love Denny. Video, Everything. Yeah. Hey man, that's a wrap for us, Phil. Thank you so much for doing the top ten hey, happy you. birthday. No problem. Man. And uh bring that Disney tie Saturday. I need it. You need a Disney tie? Okay. Yeah, I need it for the wedding Saturday. Uh, I guess I do too then, right? Yeah, so bring two of them. You got it. All right. All right. All right. Bye.
Uh, that's a wrap for us, folks. If you have good values on the inside, you won't look for validation on the outside. And I'm glad you don't have to go out and find a tie, Evan. No, now I have this. a Disney tie for the Disney wedding. <laughs> and I ordered my Disney vest during the whole show. I've been oh, searching and I found it. Going to be styling in that yeah. Disney attire. Styling and profiling, folks. Make it a great day and we'll see you back here in 21 hours. Yep, enjoy. WSTU Stewart, Martin County's Heritage Station.